My name is James Rowlands, and in 2015, I started a Domino podcast with my friend, Dan White. And for five years, we have brought you the very best of the network, but it's time for a change. Now, we don't just confine ourselves to Vinnie Mac, bring you AEW, Impact, NJPW, and all the latest for the British wrestling scene. But we will still bring you all our old favourites, including NXT Update, Takeovers and live shows for the Big Four. This year we will decide who is the greatest British wrestler in the world, plus so much more. But until we watch everything, we are with you and we are the WNR. Yes, hello. I am James Rowlands, and again, I'm not joined by Dan White because we're following lockdown rules and regulations. And of course, to be safe, make sure you're washing your hands and keeping your social distancing as well. Only go out if you absolutely have to. So uh, with these uh, kind of changing times as it was, uh, we are going to bring you today the WNR 284 and it's WNR Match of the Years 2015 to twenty. 20. Before we do anything, let's start with the ultimate intro. And you're simply the best, better than anyone, anyone I've ever met. So with a change of circumstances, we are celebrating five years of the WNR podcast before our fifth anniversary show next week. And we have a very special podcast for you now. Since we started, every year at the end, we have the WNR Awards. And we pick a match of the year alongside a lot of other awards. And my first is from 2015. And my match of the year was from TakeOver Respect. Bit of backstory. First, these two had the feud in NXT in 2015 after sitting in the show in Brooklyn. Bailey and Banks faced off in the first ever women's Iron Man match. And it was October 7th and it is my match of the year. I'm going to finally prove to everybody, prove to the world, prove to my mom who keeps coming to these championship matches and watching me lose. And I'm going to prove to Sasha Banks that she was wrong about me this whole time. Well, right now, it is all about the NXT Women's Championship. Bailey has a silence, that voice of self-doubt, that voice that calls into question your confidence. And Bailey has to truly believe that she is good enough to ascend to the next level. At NXT TakeOver in Brooklyn, you can expect what you always see, a star. I'm going to walk in at NXT TakeOver, the NXT Women's Champion, and I'm going to walk out at Brooklyn as your NXT Women's Champion. The following contest is scheduled for one fall, and it is for the NXT Women's Championship. Women's title was on the line. Bailey said she's not going to let this opportunity slip by her. And the boss was quick to reply with, I'm sorry, Bailey, this isn't a fairy tale. Okay, this is real life where the boss is on top. She does what she wants to do. This isn't a feel good story. Oh, Bailey connected with the boss. 
look at that look on Bailey. That look has not changed since the moment this match started. Bailey is more dialed in and focused than we have ever seen her. No! Double knee to the top rope. Sasha Banks gonna retain the title right here. A kick out by Bailey. I will give her all the credit in the world. She is tough, but just not tough enough to beat the boss. The referee is gonna make sure that Bailey is still able to continue. The official keeping Sasha Banks. Oh, wait a minute! Oh my God! What a plunge over the top rope! Sasha Banks not giving her the time. That's why she's the champ. She never hesitates to capitalize on an opportunity. What does Bailey have in mind? God! tremendous opportunity here so on october the 7th at nxt takeover right here in full sail for the nxt women's championship sasha banks will face bailey in a 30-minute ironman match but i'm gonna up the ante a little here for the first time in nxt history you will be the main event of nxt takeover It's not only just a 30-minute Ironman match, but it's a match that I need to put everything into to retain my title and to prove to everybody that I can beat Sasha Banks. It wasn't just a three-second fluke. I've upped my cardio. I've changed my diet. I've been working harder in the gym. It's going to take so much more out of me. Bailey gave me the biggest fight of my life, but at NXT Respect, I'm going to show Bailey who's boss around here. Build my I want to win, but it has to go for 30 minutes long and just doing my best to study, watching so many Ironman matches, anything I can find. I don't need to tell you my strategy. You'll see it October 7th. After I beat Sasha Banks, I'm going to still be the NXT Women's Champion because I'm going to earn her respect. I want to earn the respect of everybody, all the fans, and everybody watching to respect women's wrestling. What about that for a finish in? It wasn't just the best women's match I've seen. It's the best match I've seen. It's definitely in the top three. It's got to be in it. Yeah. Just for like, 
the best matches are just single matches. That's where you see wrestling. Just loads of oh my god moments, near yeah. falls, like suspension, keeps on the edge of seat, fucking, you know, all the... Yeah, they're brilliant. As athletes and everything, the build-up to this has been phenomenal as well. The way you see you train and stuff like this. It means something to them, doesn't it? They yeah. want to be the best... William Reed. They want to be the best wrestler, best wrestler, and they want to be the champion. Come Bailey. And the fucking us. Yeah, and prediction-wise, Dan, you've gone for Banks. You can Banks on that. I don't fucking bank on you. And Jad, you and I have gone for Bailey. 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 So whoever, <laughs> if we win this, then that means we've both got a point overall, Jad. You get your first point. Yeah, <laughs> so right. it could be the biggest week of your life. You get a job and then you win the predictions, co-win the predictions. On NXT. On NXT. Not if just... Bailey wins. But Dan can get his sixth win if Banks wins. We shall find out. 30 woman, iron woman, woman match, woman. And the main event, music playing. And Sasha Banks, the best diva at the moment in the WWE. Yeah, I'm saying it. She's the one that's knocking about with the fucking Bailey twins. Yeah, nah, not the twins. Bad, team bad, Tamina oh, and... Yeah, um, sorry, yeah. Tamina and what's the fucking name? If I look at you, Dan, I'll remember the name. Yeah. Naomi, there you go. It's Naomi James. It's Naomi. <laughs> there ain't no stuff in that. I love Bailey. The proper kid is. Proper. No, but she's just such a. She seems so nice. You don't get many fucking nice well, she's wrestlers She's a right cunt back, though, Yeah. She's a little kid coming and just slaps her in the fucking face. Ain't fucking look at you, are She's watched too much family car. <laughs> a wavy inflatable arm, man. Oh, that's Bailey's favourite fat. Um, Number one fan, Izzy. Do you remember her name? The fans are chanting, this is the main event. Main event, main event. And it's a main event. Again, starting to get a bit uh, matchy now. Yeah? Yes. Dan, what do you think of the start of the match? Shit. What? What do you think of the start of the match? Uh, it's a bit of a slow build-up. Obviously, they, they're going to be wrestling for 30 minutes, so they don't want to peak too soon. They're just going through the stages of wearing each other down and... Just basic map moves, really, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Dad? Bailey's kicking ass now. And I like this shit. <laughs> Cheeky pin. And the first fall! With a poke to the eye after all the moves they've had on him. Oh, all the and moves poke the to the eye, gets she, a 1 2 3. She must have learnt that from How Kevin Owens. Stupid. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens won it with poke to the eye, didn't he? Bailey. Yeah, but Kevin Owens actually done a move, though, hasn't he? Yeah, she pokes the iron roller up. Surprise, roll up. Surprise. Surprise. Nine minutes gone. It's gone. Banks, one nil up against the Bailey. <coughs> Bailey's in trouble. Eleven minutes gone and Bailey's tied. Cheeky. <laughs> and it's one-one. Bailey, we're Bailey to Bailey. She gets le levels at one-one. Eleven minutes gone. What a goal. What? Well done, <laughs> Bailey. Come on, Bailey. <laughs> well, you thought you had it there. Banks took the lead. And look at Bailey now. Uh-oh. She gets caught. She tries to drop kick earlier. Gets caught this time. In the stairs. Right in front of her number one fan. Oh, not the stairs again. Oh, my God. Oh, as God as my witness, I would break Bailey in half. And Banks having a go at the fan. Little kid and all. She's done <laughs> that, surely. Five years. Well, five, what, the guy, little girl? No. <laughs> 
No. It's not, it's not nice, is it? But it's the old-fashioned wrestling kind of thing, isn't it? Get the fans involved. Banks with Bailey on the outside, straight into the screen, and look at that, right into her face, <laughs> right into the little girl's face, and Bailey and her headband ripped it off. And that's unbelievable. And they look up and see the time. And Sasha Banks crying, and Bailey's counted out. It's two to one now, halfway through, fifteen minute mark. Oh, the little girl's crying now. Is he? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dad's like, oh, no, it's only fake. She's trying to go into the side. Oh, yeah. She's got the headband. Bailey's biggest fan. And Banks being a proper heel. But we love her for it. We took Bailey out. And at the moment, Dan. Oh, Banks. Banks in it. <laughs> and Bailey's been hurt. Bailey's been taking a right pounding in that ring. Yes. Oh, look at Becky. Look at Sasha. Sasha. In the pants. Sasha Banks with a back breaker. Ring rope. Oh no. Referee saying he can't count. Ooh. Mm. A little bit sloppy. And now she's got the Boston crab because Banks is from Boston. Bit like sharpshoot. People only from Boston can do that. <laughs> Bailey, <laughs> Bailey works on there. What about the Whitstable crab? I know, Jad. What do you think about that? Yeah, you could actually do that. A Banks in complete control now. Bailey. Oh! oh. Two, um, Bailey's back in it. She went for his, she went for the crabs, and Bailey managed to roll it through. She the crabs into the pinfall. Ah, oh, come on, Izzy, cheering on Bailey. And so are we, Jad, aren't we? Bailey's got banks. That didn't look good, but yeah. Uh, no, got two count. Fans firmly behind Bailey. Double knees by banks there. That's gonna get three count, isn't it? Well, two each. Nine minutes to go. Um, if it's a draw. Will, it, will the champion retain, or will it be Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels rules? Still taunting Golden Bailey. Yeah, next pin wins. Next pin wins. Yeah, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels. <laughs> Back to the wrestling. Bailey now is in control of Banks, and she's using the stairs to effect. And can Bailey get it? Oh, kick out! Oh, Banks with the elbow against the rope. Bailey's got stairs. Oh. Banks, vicious arms, aren't they? Vicious punches, forearms. Do you like the classic, obvious forearm? I think with women it works better. I don't think women's punches I don't know, I didn't like it on China. Oh, no, uh, uh, with China I think she would have got away with punches. But I think forearm is a power. Wow! Bailey using the stairs to jump off... No, to use the stairs... As a projectile. As a projectile, jumped off them onto Sasha Banks. That's a big move. Something different. Yeah. And Banks and... Oh, and that was. Now I've never seen him go back on stairs like that. Yeah. There you go. Bailey hits the back of the stairs. You saw it here first. Referee seen if he's alright. He said, "Look, I'm not going to count you both out because you would have been outside for about 15 minutes." Six more minutes. Six minutes to go. Two-two. Will we see a deciding pinfall? If it finishes two-two, James has to wear a two-two. All right, fair dues. Fair dues, two-twos. And if it ends 3-2, uh, Dan, you can wear lipstick. I'm wearing it now. And <laughs> yeah, but you can have the fishnets. A look at Banks. Suicide dive. Bailey caught her. Bailey to Bailey on the outside. Ooh. In front of her number one fan. In front of the fans. Oh, holy shit from the crowd. Come on, girls, let's go. Bailey, oh. Bailey gets pushed off. Pushed off. <laughs> she's pushed off. She's pushed off. Hey, she's pushed off. And Bailey, Bailey, Bailey. Oh, that's got to be a pin. 
Yeah. And that's it. And Bailey, one, two. Oh, fuck the fuck about. Thanks oh, yeah, for the extended. She didn't obviously push her right over to the next. I think mm-hmm. Bailey accidentally, when she was trying to go for the pin, extended too much with Banks, and Banks managed to get to the ropes. Yeah. I've got something to say about the couple of things during the match, anyway. I don't think it's as smooth as their Brooklyn match. No. Not as good. Right. It's still a good match, but it's not as good. Anyway, Bailey, just two minutes to go. Oh, Bailey went to the top. Oh, here we go. And Bailey's going to go for the. Back hooker on her. Banks! Oh! Kind of landed on her feet. And Bailey to Bailey Banks! Banks to Bailey! Oh! So you ain't doing me. Oh no! Bank statement! Submission! With two minutes to go! (laughs) No! No! It's dang early, right? Don't tap out, Bailey! Come on! One minute 25 left. Come on, Bailey, get to the rope! Banks pushing the rope away. Rolled through. Bailey now. No. Banks got it middle of the ring. Banks is out. One minute five to go. I'd rather hold on than pass out. Come on, Bailey. A minute left. Oh, look at Banks. Look, kicking the hand. Isn't that clever? Look. Look how clever that is. Oh, look. Twisting the hand she worked on earlier. Bailey's out. 30 seconds to go. Banks. Bank statement. Roll through. Oh, Bailey reversed it. Oh. She's got her own belly. Submission moving. 15 seconds. What's Banks going to do? How can she tap? 10, 9. Rip it out. Rip her arm out. 7, something. 6. Oh, look at the kicks to the head by Bailey. That's it. Bailey gets the thing and the point. I've got a point. He gets his win. Got a point, mate. <laughs> got a point. Yes. And a job. And a job. It's the greatest week of Daniel Golden Lowe. Bailey wins 3-2. to two. And that means overall, Dan ends on 4. Jared and myself are both on 5. Joint winners of NXT <laughs> TakeOver Respect. What a moment that was for Jared. I'm oh, sorry, for Bailey there. <laughs> Managing to get Banks to tap out. And look how emotional Bailey is. Good as These women... Gave everything tonight, <laughs> and we beat Dan. But look at Izzy there cheering on Bailey. Well, what a great match that was! And now it's Dan's choice from 2016. And John Cena had been the WWE's main man for a good decade. I'm close. As the wrestler Lola was another, not in WWE, but somewhere else. AJ Styles amassed a Hall of Fame career and had been one of the best on the planet. So in 2016, when AJ Styles debuted at Royal Rumble, from that moment on, people waited for the match. And it came at Money in the Bank, June 18th. And Dan's pick is AJ Styles versus John Cena, first time ever. In my absence, a new era has arrived. And if the future is indeed upon us, well, the face that runs the place says this. The future, damn sure, must go through me. for this moment for a long time. I respect your hard work, I do. 
I know we've been in two different worlds, but here we are. Welcome back. Oh, look out. AJ, unlike you, we're not here to kiss ass. We're here to kick it. Oh, my God. Styles with the right hand. Why, AJ, why? Why? Why did you take the easy way out, AJ? Because I had a plan. Because guys like you bury guys like me. And I know, John, it burns you up inside that even on your best day, you can't beat me. I have been all over the world. Whether it be Osaka, Japan, Tokyo, I would sell them out in a second. That's what I do when I step into the ring. Since my debut here in the WWE, I've won 15 world championships. In the very same amount of time, AJ Styles has won more than 15 championships. He has been regarded as the single greatest superstar never given a chance. And at long last, the two WWE superstars right now that can walk around the WWE without a title and still be called the champ will go face to face. This is a history-making match. Money in the bank might as well be WrestleMania. And this right here, this is a history-making contract signing. One, guarantees at Money in the Bank a singles match. AJ Styles versus John Cena. One right here that guarantees a match at Money in the Bank, but it's John Cena versus the club. You could sign this one and bring it back to the electricity that we had the very first time you stepped in a ring. Or you sign that, you're not gonna need me to bury you, Holmes. Everybody here knows you're gonna bury yourself. We're gonna put your ass on a bullet train back to Japan because apparently you left your balls over there. After it's over, after Money in the Bank, maybe you'll get the message. Your time is up. My time is now. Wow, what a fantastic promo video that was, Dan. That was. It's mad to see how AJ Styles has made this transition from face to heel, and he's, you know, he's cemented his allegiance with. Anderson and Gallows and yeah. the club now and you know it's it's amazing how they he just turned his back on John Cena and just like that just like that but do you think it's a good direction for AJ Styles potentially yeah because all good faces have a couple of men that can change the way of a match and you know he's got Anderson and Gallows in his corner crazily <laughs> but they've signed a contract yeah and AJ Styles has said that I don't need the club, it's just me versus you, <coughs> as opposed to me and the club versus yeah. you. Yeah, so it's going to be a fair fight, it's like one on one. And it is a dream match, John Cena and AJ Styles, isn't it? WrestleMania worthy. Yeah. <laughs> no, it really is, you know. And what about the crowd reaction for these two men? We've just seen AJ Styles and John Cena come out, I mean. 
it was split right down the middle when they had their first meeting, but I think it favours AJ Styles because, you know, he's a new, fresher face. Yeah, and it's, uh, I think it's good for John Cena as well that people wonder what he's going to do when he, you know, came back and now he's in the AJ Styles team. It's good for Cena as well, no? I suppose it's good for Cena, yeah. It's something that keeps him busy because he's been out of the title picture for a little while now. So, you know, it keeps him ticking over with yeah. these feuds with big names and different wrestlers. Yeah. Well, fair play, the crowd here is electric and it, it's a big match feel to it as well, isn't it? It is, definitely, yeah. Oh, it's the first time ever meeting between AJ Styles and John Cena. Well, it's just about to start and, uh, yeah, prediction-wise on this, I think we all went Styles in this one. You know, we start off side headed by AJ, rolling away and they just facing each other off. Yeah, so why did you go for Styles in this match for him, right now? Because I believe he's going to win the first match yeah. and lose the next 20. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, that was my reasons for Styles. Yeah. No, I think he's, you know, he's an interesting character and I reckon the club's going to come out and not get in, not interrupting the match, but just show their faces because, mm-hmm. you know, he said he signed the contract so that they're not going to get involved, but yeah. walking out, I don't suppose that's getting involved too much. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, with Styles, he can play it both ways, can't they? I mean, a bit heelish or turning face. And with John Cena, you've got the same type of thing, even though WWE probably didn't want that back when. But that's why I say it's very split for because people are still not sure about Styles and obviously with Cena. So do you think they're trying another, like, tweener-type character with Styles, you know? I don't know, I think they're going more in the hill direction with him in this uh, at this moment in time. But, you know, possibly there might be a change-up in the future, depending on how the brand split goes. And, yeah. You know, what happens on later on down the line, because as you mentioned, there's potentially going to be two pay-per-views a month. Yeah. Like, for separate brands, so that'll be interesting. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. But like I said, with Styles, I mean, it's... Uh, I think the reason I went for Styles in this was because that was a great move there by Cena, actually. <laughs> Just, like a monkey flip kind of thing. Yeah, monkey flipping Styles face first to the canvas. But, yeah, I went Styles because not we joke about, we say Styles uh, with a Cena feud. Yeah, that Cena would lose the first match and then Cena, win John the Cena rest. would win the rest. But I think with Styles as well... His last win was in February on pay-per-view, so you know he lost at WrestleMania, lost at Payback and Extreme Rules, all pretty cleanly. So I think Styles deserve a victory. With John Cena, I'm not sure how clean it might be, but if the club's not getting involved or it does, you know we'll see. But I hope it doesn't ruin. Which I think it's going to be a great match, my work. It has the potential to be a brilliant match. It's like you know we've always praised John Cena about working with a strong opponent, and there's no stronger opponent than AJ Styles at working the moves yeah and like we said with Styles he's managed to um, come into WWE and be more popular and over more people know him uh, the fan base and some NXT guys that come up as well don't they because with Styles most people know what who he is and what he does just as a wrestling fan do you think the push instead of going through NXT because they was aligned with AJ Styles yeah uh, I think it would help out the storyline and they brought him out Brought them through that way, you know. But it'd be interesting to see what they do with Gallows and Anson in a tag team picture, if they're going to concentrate on them there or go a different direction, you know. They're going to just have him as AJ's heavies. Mm. 
which I don't think is good for him, but, nah. you know, uh, at least... But, sorry, but then, like, you could have Finn Balor coming up and it completely changed the picture of the club. Yeah. <clears throat> he has a bond with him as well. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I mean, you know, just thinking of a Balor-Styles match anyway, you know, where we've been on the same side and working it through there. There's a lot of potential opponents coming. Styles versus anybody at the moment would still be a good match. You know, like we're saying, seen as a, a dream match, but there's still people like... Um, Randy Orton to come back that you know you would want to see there against the Wyatt because you know he's got two men Bray's got two men you yeah know. if you throw in a new day as well in a part of that you know another three man team you know you could have something really special there but I don't know if they're going to focus on Styles as a singles or they're going to move you know have the group there but at the moment AJ is working down Cena and no big surprise in the John Cena match he's been caught and Styles, who ran rings around Cena literally earlier, is now taken over. And just knocking Cena down. <laughs> it is just classic Cena. Have we missed John Cena whilst he's been away, Dan? No. <laughs> but then, in some ways, you can be glad he's back. Because he does bring a good spice to a match. But as we've seen with Cena, and mostly on this podcast as well, it's these very different opponents that he's had, you know, from Bobby Lashley to um, Kevin Owens last year, you know, CM Punk when he was at his prime, and now Styles. He's had feuds with everyone. I don't think anyone likes John Cena. But then, if anyone has a problem with the company or they want to make their name in the company, John Cena's the first to say, look, on the face, you've got to get through me if you want to progress in this company. Yeah. So, you know, it's he's not fighting for a championship. He's fighting for the company and... The company's name. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, and, and any outsider, in any outsider in any way they want to see it, comes in. Yeah, Cena usually stands up to him, doesn't he? Or you know, bit of a rebel inside. He's the first line of defense against the worst wrestlers of the universe. <laughs> and Cena's coming back into the match now with the slow kicks and punches, but the fans are great. Oh, sorry, the universe. I don't want to get. I don't want to get told off. WWE. <laughs> You know, we talk about speed advantage in a match. You know, AJ Styles definitely has it in this one. But you just got to watch out because, like we said with Cena, it doesn't matter if you can beat him up for however long. It's going to be difficult to get the job done, isn't it? Definitely, yeah. And he doesn't go down without a fight. Never. Never! <laughs> never give up, never back down. Nah. But there is, um, this is just a scene, you know, Cena in a match at Money in the Bank because of John Cena's history with Money in the Bank as well. Saw it. On the last podcast, I'm seeing a big back body drop on Styles. Styles does take that perfectly, doesn't he? So, what have you thought of AJ Styles uh, since he's been in the WWE? He's impressive, you know. He's I don't know. He's a fresh kind of wrestler. Into you know, he's he's got his own move set which he's built up and worked on. He's not taken away from any other wrestlers. Not that in some it's it's a bad thing, but like you know if. You haven't got your own unique moves, so I think, you know, you've not really made it mm. too well. Oh, no, that's a fair point, yeah. And, you know, he certainly has his own moveset, and he's, you know, it's just his brilliant way he goes around doing it as well. It's, you know, he's AJ Styles, he's a phenomenal one. Yeah, so you've become a big fan, because Jared was talking him up. For, I wouldn't uh, say I'm a big fan of his, but, you know, I definitely admire, and he's definitely been a brilliant acquisition for WWE. Yeah. It's it's a bit of a fresh air, really, isn't it? No, in WWE, because you know you have the independent guys in NXT, but to see AJ come over and you know WWE and have the success he has, 
It's, it's quite a it's different thing, isn't yeah. it? You know. Yeah, yeah. Because you normally get new green blood, like, yeah. you know, younger talent coming up, and to have someone who's like you know in his forties coming into it, making an impact that he has made. Yeah. It's yeah, it's been good to see. Yeah, no, it's, it's been impressive. It's impressive. Well. I said it, and it's, I don't want to say impressive for WWE, but it's good for WWE, good for WWE what they're doing. But you just see how they book them, you know, it might have just been a good six months so far. You, you don't know where what it is planned for them, or planned for Styles. I think WWE have been pleasantly surprised by AJ Styles' wellness. Oh, definitely. Even, as you say, six months down the line, he's still getting a brilliant reception. Like just a couple of weeks ago when he came out against John Cena and that, the crowd was just going completely nuts, accredited to AJ Styles. And we saw Cena going for the Cena shoulder block and AJ kicked him, stopped him with the beautiful drop kick. And after Styles warmed down for a little bit, Cena came back. But AJ again with a reversal and a beautiful spinning kick. You can tell it's going to be a long match, can't you? It's got that feel yeah. to it. <laughs> so, you know, no, not one man's got a major advantage as yeah, they both had their good little runs. Yeah. As we see Cena now finally hitting the, uh, I don't know if it's a back suplex or whatever, the spinning. What the fuck is that Cena's move like? He spins around, slams him, doesn't he? Now he's going for, uh, you can't see me. Oh, but Styles. Catches him in a <laughs> handstand hurricanrana. Well, lovely move by AJ. He's what? very innovative. He is, Dan, he is. And now he's going to go flying again. Is he over the top rope? Taking Cena down, and will that get their count out? Maybe Styles has studied Cena and said, well, maybe a count out, which would be easier than pinning or making him tap. That's not the way AJ Styles goes down now. Well, it might be heelish, heelish ways doing things. And AJ again, well, he went diving through the middle rope, got caught up, and Cena moved. Styles fell with a splat, and AJ with a forearm to the punches. He's got a lot more strikes than I thought he would have as well. He he must have worked on that in the, the time period, you know, gone from yeah. just a high flying guy to quite a gritty strike guy. He's, he's got a certain viciousness to him as well, hasn't he? But then you know that might be what it takes in Japan. They like their striking. Yeah, yeah no, you're right. Yeah, and then Styles went for the forearm. Cena caught him. STF. And AJ's in big trouble, middle of the ring here. He's going to tap, boy. <laughs> tap, boy. I wouldn't be surprised if AJ did tap to Cena. Oh, is that something you could see happening? I think if we won the matches, it will be. <laughs> that was just like, yeah, I give up, boy. I reckon there's going to be a hardcore type match. Oh, that'd be cool, yeah. But who could Cena get if it was, theoretically, if this feud carried on, no matter who won, Styles with the club? Who could Cena get as two guys to team up? Golden Truth. Lucha? <laughs> no. Yeah, Lucha. Would you get Lucha Dragons? Oh, if I had the choice... Would you pick a tag team or would you pick... You could, two pick, you could pick another two guys, you know. If I had a choice, I'd pick Enzo and Big... Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Blew my goddamn mind, boy! Yeah. yeah! Wouldn't it be funny if I said that, though? <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I'd probably choose the Vaudevillians. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you'd become big fan of them. Or the New times. Day. New Day, that'd be cool. And then you can have Xavier Woods on the outside... Actually, I don't know what I'd have in the match. Yeah, I'll probably have Xavier Woods on the outside. Yeah. With a trombone, Francesca. Because <laughs> they could do the... Oh, fucking hell, that would be cool, wouldn't it? Yeah. Just think of the brightness, though, in T-shirts, if they could... Fucking You know. Baby blue of the new day. And then you'd have, like, the 
what's the same again? For the red, white, and blue. Yeah, just a yeah. rainbow colour as well, wasn't he? I mean, he just. It's Fruit Loops versus <laughs> Bootios. Yeah. Fruity Loopy Bootios. It would be. That would be the name of the tag team, you know, it would be Kids Corner as well. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the match, and Cena's t- kind of taken control. Well, he's not taking control, it's, it's move for move at the moment in the match, but Cena has the advantage at the moment. I don't want to put AJ Styles on the top rope. Well, he'd done that a minute ago with Styles and he slipped out and seen him again taking AJ to the top. For an FU off the top? He's already going to go for it. And Styles fighting out with the forearms. Styles fighting off the elbows. And Styles holding on to the top rope. Oh, uh, goes for the phenomenal forearm. Gets caught. And Cena's got him up. FU time. No, spins out. Oh, lovely Spins-out move. Car pressure. <gasps> <laughs> Oh, Cena don't like that move. No, middle of the ring, Cena is caught. And you know Cena's not as big on his legs as he is in his top half. Like you said, he skipped leg day. He skipped leg day. He skipped leg day. Country prawns and he skipped new day. No. Yes, he did skip leg day. Yes, he did skip leg day. He skipped leg day, as you said. Cena taps. Cena doesn't tap. Cena, I don't think I've ever seen Power. Cena. <laughs> I've ever seen Cena tap as a face. I don't think that's happened. He probably tapped to cut angle though. Yeah, as yeah, as a hit a heel boy. A heel boy. But Cena hasn't been heel for you know God, thirteen years now. Thirteen years. Twelve years. I mean, Cena has been around. I'd like to see the Doctor of Fagonomics make a return. It'd be interesting to see what they do. I mean, maybe he could go a bit darker side if he against AJ, you know? But then, no, uh, because AJ's a heel, so you can't have a heel against a heel. Well, and at the moment, in the way this match is going now, uh, the leg is hurt, and Cena, like a, a one-legged man and ass-kicking contest, just trying to work the jab, and Styles kicking him down. And that clothesline by Cena there nearly turned Styles inside out. It turns it insides out. Five knuckle <laughs> shuffle. And Cena, leg hurt, but managing to hit it, is Doesn't he? Doesn't do the run. He just hits it straight off. Just waiting now, in position. Trying to get Styles up for the FU. But Styles, again, fighting out. But he's fought out of every move Cena's trying to hit on him tonight. But nope. he can't. Cena's got it. Ooh. Oh. Fuck me sideways and call me Jared. Kick out. Oh. An unbelievable near fall then. The fans... The, the WWE Universe football's all over. And Styles now showing where he belongs. He's a big-time player in the WWE now. Biggest match of his life. Gets the face that runs the place. John Cena trying to make sure his left leg works so at least he can stand. And he's looking at Styles in disgust, realising that Styles is a little bit tougher than he thought as well. Top rope, F you. Hit it, Cena. Well, you talk about top rope. Cena's off there at the moment. Maybe he's going to look for his leg drop. Styles barely recovered. Lovely by Styles reversing that. And that was a bit of a surprise. And both men down now. And yeah, it's, it's a really good match. It's good, isn't it? It's good, isn't it? Styles going for the pin, but didn't hook the leg on John Cena. And that's a big mistake. You can't not hook the leg. Both men up now. And exchanging punches. And Cena's winning, winning this rally. Pele kick from Styles <laughs> Stops his little momentum. And Cena is down. And Styles is it clash time. Styles clash. Fucking hell, that's impressive to get Cena like that. And he Whoa. hits him. And Cena managing to get out of that. Kick out by Cena. Dan, you're so excited. I think you come at the same time then as well. Well, both men exchanging submission finishes. And now 
finisher finishes. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what to say. <laughs> so you managed to get up and Styles now going to go to the top. Is it 450? No, springboard. Oh. Springboard 450. Oh. Knees up John Cena. And AJ got caught and can Cena recover? <laughs> Each man has dished out a lot of punishment <laughs> to the other. Yeah. You know, tried to hit their best, but they've both been really well scouted. We'll see who's going to have it tonight. Who's going to come out on top now? John Cena and AJ Styles. AJ Styles and John Cena. <laughs> Who will it be? Cena gets them up for the FU. Styles. Going to go for Styles Clash. For an FU again. <laughs> Cena's got him. Land on your feet, son. Hey. And Styles has his feet. Missed it. FU. <laughs> Through to the car, pressure to the ropes. Wow. Exchange then. Styles kicks him off. Pele and now. No, Cena moved out of the way. So, Nearly the forearm. And ref you. Uh oh. Referee, ref bump. Ref's down. Cena hits the FU. One, two, three. But there's no referee, four, Dan. There's no five, referee. It doesn't count. Six, seven. And eight, Cena. Nine. Had it one. Referee is down at ringside. Club, the club, the club, club. Oh, come on. I thought they weren't getting involved in this. Gallows and Anson picking them up. Magic killer. Wow. And they took Cena and now they're throwing AJ on top of John Cena. Oh, come on. It can't go down like this. And the referee getting in the ring and no. no. AJ Styles beats John Cena. Like that. <laughs> That's how it went down then. What do you think of that finish, Dan? club would have some involvement but I didn't think it'd go down quite like this if the referee's in the wrong position and he gets knocked out he can't stop the club can he and AJ Styles certainly didn't call for the club but he must be wondering how he managed to get on top of John Cena after being knocked out well Styles might not be implicit with the club's involvement I guess because they signed the contract didn't they or what was that involved AJ Styles signed the contract though the club didn't well no matter what happened at the end there, Styles beat Cena in a very good match, Dan, wasn't it? It was a brilliant match. Yeah, I'm not sure about the ending, but, you know, an ending like that leaves the match open. Potent- it be interesting to see another match up between the two. Yeah, I mean, the potential for rematches, like I said, with SummerSlam Battleground, if you like that, coming up. Well, great choice, Dan and Dimitin, and we're in agreement for the very first time. At TakeOver Chicago, two magnificent workers stole the show and had the match of the year so it's may 20th 2017 we both picked this this year and it was tyler bait versus pete dunn for the wb uk championship we are live in blackpool england at the sold out empress ballroom tonight we make history crown the first wwe united kingdom champion from birmingham england pete dunn i beat people i own the ring there's nothing that can stop me. And his opponent from Dudley, England, Tyler Bate. I may be 19 years old, but I'm capable of anything I set my mind to. John Bate. One of these men makes history tonight. John with the bitter end. And Bate kick out every single person on their feet. Champion. 
I'm 20 years old since the tournament. I mean, it's been wicked. Welcome to the NXT Universe, Mr. Tyler Bate. It's just motivating me more to take this United Kingdom Championship to bigger places. Tyler Bate with the Tyler Driver 97 to retain his championship. To me, it's just the beginning of something really special. There will be some very big tests ahead for him. Wait. People saw a glimpse of what I'm about in the United Kingdom tournament. Oh my God, what the hell he done? There's absolutely nothing I won't do to win that WWE United Kingdom Championship. At NXT TakeOver Chicago, Pete Dunne challenges Tyler Bate for the WWE United Kingdom Championship. It's the thing that dreams are made of, really, isn't it? For moments like wrestling at TakeOver. I crush people's dreams. Right now, Tyler Bate is living a dream. Well, at NXT TakeOver, another dream gets crushed. I'll beat Pete Dunne at TakeOver Chicago. I've done it once, and I'll do it again. Will it be the 20-year-old sensation Tyler Bate or the bruiserweight Pete Dunne who leaves NXT TakeOver Chicago as the WWE United Kingdom Champion? So, yeah, UK Championship match, we talked about this. You're looking forward to this. Can it steal the show? It has all the potential to steal the show. I mean, we saw an epic match with Tyler Bate going against uh, Andrews. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was brilliant, and we've seen how ruthless that Pete Dunne can be when yeah. he, you know, beat an injured Trent Seven. Uh, and I think it depends on the crowd as well, you know. I think if the crowd's into it and they get the confidence from that, I think, yeah, it can be a killer match as well. Uh, but we'll talk about all the promo and everything like that in just a second. I love it about NXT TakeOver as well. It's how quick it moves along. There's no fucking about, is there? You know, you get five matches and it's like, right, there's that one match, right. WWE pay-per-views, you have the match and then you're fucking 20 minutes later. Well, you get, again, this is a rematch from the WWE Championship final. Yes, it is. A, he's beaten twice as well. He beat him in the final and he beat him again on NXT. Like we said, and he also beat Trent Seven, and Trent Seven lost to Pete Dunne. So Pete, can Pete Dunne get the job done? Can he get it done here tonight? JR being introduced here, of course, going to be a commentary. Saying news, news I broke, of course, earlier on Takeover Kickoff. So we get the entrances now after JR joins the commentary table. Pete Dunne coming out here, that cocky swagger. Oh, here comes Tyler Bate, of course, WWE UK champion, the first ever UK. Champion coming out Only here. ever UK o- Only ever. The first and only, only ever. I am a fan of Tyler Bate indeed. What do you like about him? I just love his wrestling style. You know, he is a classic British wrestler and, you know, his style just excites me and I want to see more of it. James, what did you think of the promo? Well, thanks for asking, Dan. It's been an interesting build-up, hasn't it? It's not just been over the past couple of weeks it's come around. It backdates, of course, to the UK final tournament which you said as well. And all this build-up between these two men, it means the championship has a meaning, doesn't it? You know, and it'll be great to see it. And I think this feud will continue after this match as well. So on that note, who have you gone for in this match? Pete Dunne gets it done. Pete Dunne gets it done. The new UK champion after this match. Dan, who have you gone for? I have gone for... Yeah. Peter Dunne. Peter Dunne. Ask me why. James, why have you gone 
for Dan. Well, it's time for a change, isn't it? You know, I mean, Tyler Bate has been champion for the past couple of months, but much like the Cruiserweight title, it is time to move on to a new guy. This feud can still continue, don't get me wrong, Bate and Dunn, but I think Dunn has progressed enough, pun intended because he's a progress champion, to win the title here to carry on feuding with Tyler Bate as well. Dan, why have you gone for Pete Dunn? It's because you like him. I went for him in the UK tournament. He let me down, but he's not going to let me down tonight. Pete Dunn is the one. Yes. And like I say, you've been impressed with him since day done, haven't you? I have indeed, yes. Day D-O-N-E. Yes, and of course we both picked him. Let's enjoy it because we know the great British wrestling that's going to be on show here. And in the early going, they're just going to out try and out-wrestle each Who's the better technical wrestler at the moment? I think Tyler Bate is. Well, he gets out of that quite nicely for Pete Dunne. Keys to victory. What does Pete Dunne need to do to win this one? Um, I think he just needs to go to his bruiserweight ways. You know, he needs to try and hurt Tyler Bate as much as he can. He can't try and out-wrestle him. He's just got to try and put the hurt on him. He's got cheap. He's got to do dirty, isn't he? He's got to, he's got to try and grind it in his face, try and, you know, any means necessary type of victory. I think with Tyler Bate, to try and win this, he's going to have to withstand all that. Because Dunn is going to put a beating on him, isn't he? You know, And we know how tough Tyler Bate is, is what we've seen recently. Uh, you know, a man who recently beat Jack Gallagher, you've got to be impressed by uh, Tyler Bate, especially only 20 years old as well. But I think he can get the job done, but I don't think it is time tonight. I think it will be the bitter end of his title reign. Lovely bit of moustache mountain, don't you? I do like the moustache mountain. It just makes me wish I could grow one myself. Well, he twiddles his own moustache as Pete Dunn's out of the ring. Oh! I haven't got enough to twiddle. It's weird because you like the Wolverines as well, aren't you? <laughs> so you are a fan of the Tusk I'm a moustache. fan of the moustache. Is that why you've got a moustache and beard <laughs> yeah, combo? exactly, yeah. Oh, he went to the outside, but Pete Dunn caught him. On the outside, and Pete Dunn turns bait inside out with a suplex onto the mat. And oh! It has been all Pete Dunn. It has been indeed, like I say, after that huge suplex on that fucking apron. That's the hardest bit of the ring, isn't it? You know, that it little indeed, yeah. that side of the ring there, pushing it back in. And we see Pete under this trait seven, Tyler Bates' tag team partner. And now he's doing it right now, isn't he? Working on the, <laughs> the hand, the arm, well, stretching he, him. He likes to break fingers. He does. just wear the man down. And what's his nickname? Yeah, and why is he called the Bruce Wayne? Anybody's never seen him before, Dan, why do they call him the Bruce Wayne? Well, no, he just likes to put the hurt on people. He does, doesn't he? He does. I completely agree with you. And another man that does is Tyler Bate. Because he likes what Pete Dunn's doing to him. But Bate's showing the strength as well. And managing to overhead suplex Pete Dunn. And now, after about five minutes down, question is, can Tyler Bate prove us all wrong? And get the title retained here tonight. It's a slow start, but it's building now, Dan, isn't it? It's starting to build, but you know, we saw that match, Bate versus Mandrews. It started off slow. There was a lot of respect between the two. There's no respect between these two, but it's starting off slow and it's going to build up into a, a great match, hopefully. It is. It is as Bate now running in with the uh, uppercut. Like I said, recently looking a bit rough, trying to grow the, uh, just a moustache out and a little bit of a beard as well. Oh, and that was a mistake there. I'm taking that one. Bate in the corner, done following up with a big kick. Oh, oh tries to turn him out. Inside out of his suplex, but uh, Bate manages to land on his feet and just slams onto Dunn. Uh, and using that incredible power to pick him up for a belly-to-back suplex and bridges out for the cover, but only gets a two. Two, and you sort of, that was just slammed down. He's in the Mark Andrews came out there as well, didn't it? Did indeed. Oh, fucking hell. Beautiful, but couldn't, like I said, 
Couldn't get him down. Tyler Bate goes running in for his, uh, well, for a running shooting star press, but he gets caught in a triangle chokehold by Dunn. And he gets caught in a submission. He's in trouble trying to go for the pin. Gets shot up. Dunn's showing his vicious side. Winning Regal and would be proud watching on just the uh, strikes. It's not MMA style, isn't it, really? The kind of yeah. hybrid moves as well at the moment. But Tyler Bate trying to power out oh. and lift Pete Dunn up. Oh, he's got him. Boom. Oh. Slams him to the mat. Well, that is credit there to Tyler Bate, especially with the arm being worked on the majority of the match. Fans finally getting behind it. Come on, Chicago. It's what it's all about now. So, Tyler Driver, Knight is a better end. What's the better finishing move? I do like the Tyler Driver, but I'm going to go with the bitter end. I know if Dunn can hit that, it will be over tonight. But Tyler Bate's not going to let him because he's going to go for the airplane spin. Well, we see it come unstuck against Andrews. Can he manage to hit it off against Dunn? Well, Dunn's a bigger man as well, so it's more... Muscle to hold, isn't it? More fat. Trying to fight out, but I think he's just going with it now. Oh, my God. It's making me feel dizzy. He must have gone round. Well, he's gone round over 20 times Fucking now, hell. <laughs> he's going fast as well. Uh, the fans are up on their feet as well. Oh. oh. Just chucks Pete Dunn off. <laughs> Stumbles his way to a cover. Oh. Oh. But Dunn managing to kick out. Uh. That was funny. <laughs> Because the fans didn't, couldn't believe, I couldn't believe how long he went for. I couldn't believe how fast he was yeah, going. Yeah, I know, he was fucking sure. He was going to take off. Couldn't keep done down though. He might be dizzy, but he did manage to kick out. Ah. Uh, you got Tyler Bate doing that in one corner. You got the Cesaro swing going on in the middle of the ring. And now Bate getting to his feet. And he's going to, of course, look for the Tyler driver. Try and get this done early. Mark's laughing face. No, sorry, he's going to go for the German suplex now. And you talked about power earlier. Oh, Ooh. but Pete Dunn manages to flip out. Fantastic agility there. Tyler Bate there with a springboard off the second rope, trying to take Dunn out, but gets caught with a big forearm. And he's going now for the suplex. Oh, oh fucking hell. <laughs> That's it. Go for the pin. One, two. Oh. oh. And I honestly can't believe that. And look, go on, The fans are certainly showing their respect to this match. I mean, you know, it might be a bit new to these fans. They've not seen much of the UK tournament, but... They're going to certainly love it after this. This is what the British guys are all about. And this is something we'll talk about as well. You know, ironically, in progress, Pete Dunn, Trent Seven and um, Tyler Bate are a part of a group. They're friends. So to manage, imagine in this stage, the biggest stage of your career, having a match with someone that you can trust and you know will give you the best opportunity out there as well. And this is what we're seeing now. In front of this crowd, the both men can't get to their feet. Exchanging. Well, they're working their way to their feet, exchanging lefts and rights, and both yeah. men are just having a big slugfest. This is fucking brilliant. It's like a fucking boxing match. <laughs> I, mean, I think Bait getting the better of the bruiser weight, which is quite a surprise. Oh, oh lifts up his right hand and delivers a lovely southpaw shot, knocking Pete Dunn off his feet. But again, you know, we see him having a technical match against Mandrews, and now he's having a just a slugfest against Dunn. Well, lucky JR's on commentary because it is, like you say, a slobber knocker as Dunn now. Oh, Lovely step up in Seguri there. Takes bait off his feet. He's working the way back up to the feet. Uh, who can get the offensive move first? Oh, hey! <laughs> <laughs> both men hitting lefts and rights at exactly the same time. Oh, he hit the big heel kick. Oh, sent Dunn into the ropes to the clothesline. Oh! <laughs> The way Bate comes off of that ring rope and then just hits a lovely lariat. I mean, that is just beautiful. Well, Tyler Bate and Pete Dunn. Oh, fantastic. 
I love it. I love it. Both men scrawled over, crawled over the other. Oh, look at that. I want Tyler Bate to win this one now. <laughs> if Tyler Bate were to retain, was to retain, I wouldn't have a problem. As long as it's yeah. a great match. It's like the DIY uh, Authors of Pain. Like, whoever wins that, I don't care. It's going to be a great match, isn't it? But this match, we said it started off slow. People listening say, no, it won't get any better. And look at it now. And like you say, it's a completely different match to the one that each man had on the UK special as well, isn't yeah. it? You know? And again, you know, it's, it's another match in the UK tournament. From this point, you can't quite tell who's got the advantage, which way it's going to go. You know, it's just keeping it all up in the air. Yeah, it's been a worthy addition to the TakeOver card. Anybody were questioning it, now you can see how good it is. Is uh, Tyler Bate now. Tyler driving 97, no. Oh, done with the backslide. This is a bit of rent. Oh, oh, fucking hell. But Tyler Bate <laughs> turns it into a lovely spike DDT there. <laughs> Both men have got each other really well scouted. Yeah, it's brilliant. You can see, that, like you say, the, scout, the, the chemistry as well in this match is done rolls to the outside because I think he would have been pinned in that situation. And what is Bate going to do now? Here he goes to the outside. Jumps over the top rope, springboard. Oh, oh lovely moonsault there and just hits all of Pete Dunne. And this could be it now as he throws him in. And he goes to the top unless Pete Dunne manages. But don't want to ruin it. Here we go. Bait off the top. Oh, oh for fuck's sake. Corkscrew splash. Two. Done. Oh. <laughs> it's been a long time since I saw someone doing that. <laughs> hey. 20 years old. 20 years old. Tyler exactly Bate. That. Looks like he's got quite a fucking bad trapezius tear, though. <sighs> And he just killed Pete Dunn. <laughs> he did, and again, I like the intelligence of him rolling outside the ring and the fans certainly appreciating this with a big yes, 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 indeed. And, and a perfect point as well, because this is the thing. In a normal match, you know, someone just kicking out all the time, close, oh. close near falls or something like this. It, it makes more sense that they actually go to the outside rather than, than that, if you think about it, as now... He's not finished yet, is he? Is he, he going to go for a suicide dive? It looks like that. Uh, he's going to go stat ding. Oh, oh, fuck. But Dunn manages to move out the way. Well, young... Throws cha- bait back into the ring. Young champion, maybe one mistake too many. Go on, Dan, call it. Could this be the bitter end? Yeah. Hits it. Here we go. Go for the cover. One, two, two three. three. <laughs> and after a fucking amazing match between these two I mean I don't know how the show's going to top it we have a new United Kingdom champion well uh, unbelievable you know we don't want to sound smug but we have said very long time that the UK title match Dan's smug face a very long time that the UK match would indeed steal the show and be a great match uh, and and it's delivered, Dan, hasn't it? You know, it has delivered. Yes, I mean it's been unbelievable. Uh, ask me what I thought of the match, James. What did you think of that match? It's quite incredible. Yeah, we talk about five star matches, wherever it is. I don't know what the rate, rate, rating is of this now, but it definitely makes list of match of the year. We've seen two match of the year quality. Announcing it right now, that match is nominated for match of the year for our year end OTH awards. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So the, the for me. The WNR, the year-end awards will definitely be on there. It's fantastic, you know. That's what we called it. Throughout the whole match, what we saw. Uh, and the thing is, well, with Tyler Bate, 
Uh, he, had, he was in control, and it was that one mistake he made flying to the outside where if he was a little bit more experienced, you'd maybe bring him in and finish it off that way. He went for the high fly move, he risked it all, and Pete Dunn managed to move out of the way, get him back in there, hit him with a bit of rain, and like I say, you hit that move, you're going to get the job Pete Dunn. You know, so we yeah. have a new UK champion, and Pete Dunn in the middle of the ring, take a bow, son, you know what I'm saying? Well, TakeOver's always delivering again in 2018. It delivered the match of the year. My pick, and I'll give you a bit of backstory, all start with these guys at the CWC formation of DIY. Since then, they had their ups and downs, but the first time they met in NXT one-on-one was April 7, 2018, TakeOver, New Orleans, and it's Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa. We are DIY. We will have our moment. This is like everything that we've ever worked for. Over 12 years. NXT Tag Team titles. Match of the year now. Dream come true. We've traveled the world together for the last 12 years. DIY is us together. Why? I saw you as my brother, my best friend, and I didn't think that was something you were even capable of. You want answers? You did it to yourself, Johnny. Because you're selfish. You're selfish. Are we even gonna talk about the fact that I tore my damn ACL in that match? DIY was carried by me. It's always been about you, though. It's never been about us. I think that's something you conjured up in your sick, deluded mind, but DIY was something special. I decided, finally, this isn't our moment. This is my moment. When I return, I will be the most dangerous son of a in all of NXT. Then, you weren't there. I need to be Johnny Gargano again. I need to be Johnny freaking wrestling. I thought I had it all figured out, but I didn't. That thought, it kept coming up. And then, bam! Takeover Philadelphia was just the start. You're stupid enough to put your career on the line. If I can't win the NXT Championship, I'll leave NXT. You're selfish. And I wanted you to have your moment. And I wanted to rip it straight from your heart. You cost me my NXT career. You've taken everything away from me. As a man, you can strike me down. He's gone! 
But as a symbol, I will live forever. My job is on the line. If I beat you, I get reinstated at NXT. The reason that this match is unsanctioned is because NXT knows what I'm going to do to you. I don't care what happens to me anymore. I'm coming to New Orleans to beat the hell out of you. Take over New Orleans. I take your spirit, your soul, your heart. Johnny Wrestling and everything it stands for ends. I will finally have my moment. So, James, what did you think of the build-up to this match? It doesn't get any more personal than this, does it, really, in Chumper versus Gagano. We go back, you know, and this is the best story that WTL. I've said this countless times. You go back when they formed DIY. They beat the Revival for the tag team titles. They got match of the year. They travelled the last 12 years together, didn't they, as a team. And then at NXT TakeOver in the ladder match, of course, the Johnny Gagano war for most punishment taken in a match. After hellacious war with Wolf the Pain, Chumper turned it back on Johnny Gagano. But during that match, talk about punishment took, Chumper was injured. He had a torn ACL. And uh, Gagano always wanted to know why. Well, why? It's because he was selfish. Because it was all about him, all about Johnny wrestling, even when Chumper was injured. They were brothers, but... You know, now they are bitter enemies, like we say. Chumper said he carried Johnny throughout the tag team ranks. We were always looking for his moment and time. Of course, Johnny had his losing streak when Chumper did get injured and disappeared. Uh, and then five-star match with CN. And then finally, the match with Creel on the line cost by Tommaso Chumper. Which is, you know, and it's, like I say, all these points, fantastic. Take over Philly, Chumper showed back up again. You know, he is a psycho killer. He's a black heart. He is coming out here with no entrance music. He's a scary dude, Dan. What do you think of the Gagano story? Yeah, you know, it has been great. It's been a slow burner. And ever since Chumper returned from injury, he only had one thing in his sights. It wasn't the NXT Championship. It was Johnny Gargano. And a massive arsehole chant (laughs) reigns through the crowd. I was like, this feud, arsehole reigns. Uh, This feud... Though, like you said, it's been brilliantly told. We're getting an end point, and NXT usually you don't have enough time, do you? I know Trump had his injury, but usually with call-ups and stuff like this, they've had time to tell a perfect story. Will we have a perfect ending here tonight? Will we have a happy ending? All right, so predictions, Dan. Whose is it? Uh, it is you. It's me. You. So, Dan, who have I gone for in this match? Well, with everything on the line... If Gagano's back next, if Johnny loses, he's gone forever. I have gone for Johnny Gagano. My streak continues because I too have gone for Johnny Wrestling. There we go. So we have got take over point each. Yes, you win. Take over again. Two in a row now for you by Johnny. So it goes 2 1 and it's the takeovers. Great heel reaction there from Chumper. And tomorrow, Johnny Wrestling and a forget you, Chumper, it sounds like. And that is probably one of the most heelous receptions that I think I've heard in a long, long time. Yeah. You know, aside from when Roman Reign comes out or John Cena, but, you know, a truly deserved heel reception. Yeah, they're really just not nice guy. And they love Johnny Gagano. 
this oh, this response. Man. You could argue Johnny Garner's not had a single breakout moment, as he is a single superstar. He's come up close. Talk about Roger Strong being in early, man. Johnny wrestling in NXT has been a kind of perfect example of that, hasn't he? When he get it tonight, will Chomper break his dreams once again? Come out of his entire. Look at all these signs. It's a big Johnny section. All right, so here we go. Let's get serious now. It's main event time. Johnny Gagala's come out here with not a smile on his face, but a serious, a serious exterior staring at Chumper, who's had his eyes locked on him since his music hit. This is going to be a war. Referee is ready. Look at the referee now. Is that a new referee's kit? Am I just seeing it for the first time? It's the unsanctioned time? referee's kit. Oh, and he's got the gloves on as well. We might see blood here. That'd be good. Johnny resting Chumper. He is over big time, isn't he? <coughs> You would argue more than Alistair Black. No. Chumpa Gagano. Gagano. Chumpa. Oh, wow. This is it. This is like Zane and Owens. And away at each other. Gagano with a Lufez press. Finally getting some retribution against Tommaso Chumpa. But only for so long till he gets deposited outside the ring. But lands on the apron. Oh. Spears his way back in through the second row. The referee's taking his gloves off now. Yeah, he's serious about this. And Chumpa... Throws Gagano into the corner now, wailing away the right hands and the kicks. He's stomping a mud old James, and he's walking it dry. And he's stomping <laughs> it dry. That's it. And he hit it, he? All he needs is the stunner to complete the set. And the fans absolutely loving it. Johnny Gargano is on fire, Dan. He's on fire, baby. He's on fire, baby. Chumper versus Gagano. Ooh. Again, you know, that is the difference in takeovers. It kind of puts an end to feuds so you know maybe we'll see the end of the Gagano Chomper feud oh do you want to see the end of it I don't think it's, hopefully for me it's just beginning I mean you know I'd like it, to see a Chomper victory well not um, no Gagano victory back and then they can argue a little bit more can't they and then have another match I don't know I think the, if the chemistry's good we'll see it it's been a great story it'll be interesting to see where they go next like I said they could move up to the main roster and try something like that and Gagano's different here in this match, isn't he, Dan? Is that the Anohi family? It is. He's I different. mum and sister. <laughs> He's different in this match. He's more aggressive. Chomper's been out a long time, so a lot of ring rust, though. But Chomper's had a lot of aggression building up. I mean, Johnny Gagano's managed to vent oh. some of his frustration in the ring in a great match that he had against uh, Cien. And now Gagano, oh! But for Chumper, this aggression has just been festering on a slow boil, slow burn, waiting his way to get back into the ring, and he took his moment wisely, beating him down with his crutch. It is, and at this moment, Gagano's getting all that hatred, all of that bile out of him by tossing Chumper into the crowd, following him in there. And he's on the assault at the moment. Oh. But Chumper manages to fight his way back into it. Pushes Gagano back first into the barricade. Well, now Chumper's got Gagano up. Oh, and deposits him rib first on over the top of the barricade and just clubbing away at his back. And he's getting a hill reaction. This, again, this is when the story's told right. The crowd responds correctly. And this is something we haven't seen at a takeover event, really, because yeah. the rest has gone out the window for now. You see the big knee brace, though, on the where the torn ACL was. If Gagano's going to try and fight, I say try and focus on it at the moment. He's just trying to get to his feet, bless him. Well, he just wants to hurt Chump. I don't think he cares how he hurts him. Chump showed his vicious side. I mean, he's not called a psycho killer, 
for, for no reason. Well, he is the black heart. <laughs> uh oh. Ripping up them wafer thin mats to expose the concrete below. The referee can't do anything about this. Uh oh. And like you said, they will have hurt each other, but I think Chumper, when he says send Gagano away from NXT forever, he wants to send him away permanently. Indeed, yes. And now they're on the con. I mean, how hard, how, how faithful. Is that Shane McMahon in the front row? So if the mat hurts, I mean, the concrete's going to kill him. It is indeed, yes. And now Ch- Tomato Chumper so is going to take his time. Ooh. Gagano fighting out of the suplex. Second attempt, and Johnny manages to get out of it again. Third time, oh. Ooh. Third time, but a backslide by Johnny. Up onto the apron, oh. super kick to the face of Chumper. And I might have dislocated his jaw now. Gagano has got Chumper. <laughs> Throws him over the barricade into Maro, Nigel and Percy. Percy got the full brunt of that from Chumper. Oh my God. That's so dangerous. Fucked up some tablets and mobile phones and laptops. And a commentary team... Talk about unsanctioned, Dan. There's no commentary team now. Johnny Gargano. I'm doing it like them, sorry. Johnny Gargano's on the announce table. Screams at Chumper. No, he doesn't scream. Gargano's got hold of Chumper's beard. Oh, my God. What the hell is he doing? He's mooning him at the moment. Well, that's a salute to Rikishi. I don't know if he's trying to power drive or power bomb. Chumper blocking it. And Nigel, look at Nigel down there. And, uh-oh, Chump has got Johnny. Oh. Oh. Suplexes him onto them wafer-thin mats. I think Chumper hit his head on the uh, the announce table cover in there. Not too bad with just Nigel doing it. No, it isn't, James. I think <laughs> Nigel McGuinness should do it on his own all the time. Oh, well, the crowd definitely into this match right now. Chomp is just looking down at Gagano. He's got the kind of broadcast table cover and he puts Gagano through. And now he stands on top of the announce table. The referee might just have to call this. And I think they're singing, Thank you, Chumper. Yes, that's certainly what it sounds like. And now Chumper places Gargano on the apron. Oh! Throat first over the edge of the ring. And is it going to be the first time we're going to get a pinfall attempt? Chumper just wants to hurt him, and I look at the elbows. Chumper sending Gagana upside down there on the turnbuckle. Ala Shawn Michaels. Ala, Ala James. No, not Ala. Ala, Ala Dan. Ala, Ala Dan. Ala Eve. Ala Dan. And Johnny with the forearms. Johnny trying to get his way back into this match. Tommaso cuts him off with a big boot. Spinning clothesline attempt from Johnny, but ducked by Chumper and a. Back suplex goes for the cover. One, but Gagano kicking out of one. One, and now Chump trying to get submission in. Texas Cloverleaf, but Johnny's got out of Gagano's beard. Chump is going back to that Texas Cloverleaf, and he's got it in. Well, Johnny is in serious trouble. Rope's no, it's non-sanctioned, is it? So rope break doesn't count. Yeah. Gagano gets to the rope. Referee says that there's no rope break. So he pulls himself under the bottom rope and. Manages to alleviate the pressure. But now leaves himself prey to Chumper's stamps. This is sickening. Crowd hates it. Referee's checking it. <laughs> Chumper's clapping himself with a sadistic 
James, I'll have to say he is smirking. He is not smirking. He is just destroying Johnny Wrestling at the moment and love doing it. He's like a diehard villain. And what is Chumper looking for now? You're a wanker, Chant. There's a few British fans there then. Oh my god, he just took Gagano's <laughs> head off with a knee, but we're not laughing at that. We are laughing at the fact that he just scared a WWE fan off who's got his leg in a brace with crutches. And he's just been escorted to the back for his own safety. I think those crutches only just been bought. Look, there's labels on them. <laughs> but referee saying, well, anything goes. Well, the thing is, Dan, we've seen these two have a technical masterpiece in the uh, Cruiserweight Classic, didn't we? And now we've seen the other side of it. Well, it all started. No, it didn't. It, it all began again with the crutch. And now it's going to finish. Chomping Gagano's head. So look in my eyes. Oh, oh, looking to ram it in Gagano's throat. <laughs> looking to hit him on the back of the head. Gagano ducks both times. Dodges a swipe to the midsection. Oh, oh Gagano's looking for the crutch. Tommaso kicks him out of the way. Johnny ducks it again. He rolls him up, spins him through and kicks him in the head. And now jump on the apron. Getting rocked to the concrete floors there, Dan, don't forget. Yes, and I think Johnny remembers that. He also remembers the beating that Chump has given him in recent weeks and before he was injured as well. But Chumper managed to hang up Johnny Gagano there. Well, now he's got a plan. He's a man with a plan. I'm a man with a plan. Oh, my God, no. Chumper, no. No, Chumper, no. Fight a growth. Chumper, no. You can't do it, bruh. Don't do it, Chumper. Drugs are bad. Chumper gets kicked in the face on the apron. No, what is he doing? Oh, trying to jump over DDTM. Chumper's caught him. No, Chumper, don't you dare. Got him in a backbreaker and Gagano managing to crawl out. Oh, my God. Oh, my. <laughs> Concrete floor. Concrete versus man. His face says it all. Concrete versus man. Concrete wins every time. Unless the man is Braun Strowman, of course. Well, he's no man of steel. You deserve it. A big <laughs> you deserve it chant going through the crowd. Tried to be as smooth as possible, but you still had to splat. Tommaso Chumper's out cold. Rattled his cranium. Stone cold. I don't want to go to school today, mommy. <laughs> well, it has been 322 yeah. days. Johnny Gargano has been waiting to do this to Chumper. And now finally gets to look at the red mark on Chomper's back. Somehow getting to his feet. Johnny Gargano's in the ring. That crutch is still there as well. But WWE are not responsible for what happens here. So this is why it's been so terrible. And now both men <coughs> look and see what's in the middle of the ring. It's a crutch. And they're both going to get it. They've both got one hand on it. It's going to be a tug of war. I don't realise there's another one over in the corner. Oh, this is the thing. And who's going to win this one? Chumper desperate to do it. I mean, whoever wins this battle probably wins the match. I'd let him get up and then fall over backwards with it, pulling it. Both men pulling it. They just let it go. Oh! Well, Gagano manages to get the upper hand. And Chumper can't believe it. Oh! oh crutch to the mid Crutch to the back. Crutch to the back for the second time. 
Crutch to the back. Oh, crutch to the leg. The injured leg. And that's payback. <laughs> One for swing. Oh. Oh, but Chumper deposits Gagano over the top rope in a move of desperation. Chumper can't believe that Gagano would target that leg. <laughs> Unfair. Goes outside. Oh. Hits Chumper over the back of the head with a crutch. Gagano now. Apron and in. Oh, plants Chumper with a DDT. One, One two. two. Oh. oh, but Chumper managing to get the shoulder up at two. Two. Oh, referee's putting his gloves on. Uh, Gagano's busted just below the eye. With Chumper, God knows. And Johnny Gagano sees transfixed over that big pole in the corner. He's exposed to turnbuckle. And this is not good for Chumper. Well, the thing about Chumper is he gets knocked down, but he gets up again. <laughs> it's like Chumper Wumba. Oh, oh, goes for it. Sends Johnny wrestling into the top turnbuckle instead of that exposed middle turnbuckle. Oh, and Chumper dumps Gagana in the apron. Gagana tries to kick. Chumper blocks it. But Chumper hits a spinning back elbow. I think I saw a tooth fly out. Uh, lucky referee's got gloves on to take to take it. To check it. Johnny's in trouble. Bubble. Here comes Chumper back. Gagano with the spear. Oh! Chumper versus it with a knee. Oh, spinning. Sit out powerbomb. Two. Ooh. Gagano managing to kick out. Uh. Well, Gagano has heart with a capital D. Which way will this go? Chumper's still in it. Johnny wrestling barely. This could be a final act against Gagano and Chumper. Now Chumper looking set to finish this. Well, remember DIY's finisher? Remember the kick in the knee? And this is doing mocking Johnny wrestling here. Oh! Knee to the back of the head. One, two... Oh, oh, but Gagano managing to kick out. Uh, and the referee saying, yes, it was that close. For the listeners at home, it was that close. Yeah, that is pretty close. And look how far apart my hands are. Yeah, I know, not that much. And now Chumper, what's he doing? Making Tying up his leg strap. Egg brace, son. Time again. Oh, and Chumper now is going to put Gargano away. But Gagano managing to fight it. He's got to hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Chumper clubbing blow Johnny. Something, something, WrestleMania. And now, try it. Gagano dodged under. Oh. So, could this be the big comeback for Johnny Wrestling? Some big clothesline attempts. Holding Chumper's beard while slapping his face. Oh, this is absolutely brutal. Chumper pushing away Johnny. Oh. oh, Gagano with a reversal, but getting caught with a clothesline. Chumper. Oh, looking for a powerbomb, but Gagano lands on his feet. Oh, oh. Gagano reversed. Dodged the clothesline. Tried to reverse Hurricane Runner. Chumper landed on Johnny. Gagano escape. Can he get it locked in? He's got the arm over. Just knows he... He's got the arm over. Just needs to clunch it in. Clunch it. Clinch it in. He's Tinch got it, it locked in. It's in. Chumper going to tap out. Well, Chumper's thinking, oh, no, I'm stuck here after all this. 322 days. 
comes down to this now. This moment is next. 10, 20 seconds. But Chumper somehow power out. The ropes don't matter. But it's a matter of leverage. Gano rolls through. Gets it locked back in in the centre of the ring again. Chumper's got no other option but to tap. No, he doesn't. Looked like he was going to, and then raked the eyes of Gagano. Oh, it looks like he just stuck a finger straight in the eyeball. Well, that is bad, but nothing referee can do. It's by any means necessary. And now he's trying to get his wrist tape out. Oh, and he's got the wrist tape off. What the hell is he planning? He's going to choke Johnny Gargano. And Gargano blocking it. And he's holding the tape whilst clubbing him with his left. No, yay and nay punches. And now these blows, this is terrible. It's like they're chained to each other through hell and high water. They would always be connected in some way, whether it be friendship, best friend, brothers, or hated enemies, as we've seen tonight. Is this going to come to an end? Chumper and Johnny. And a kick to the nuts. That's all it takes. And that is the neutraliser. And now he's got the other crutch. Clubbing blow to the back. And he gets him there. Powerbomb up. Oh! oh backstabber. One, two. But Johnny Gagano managing to kick out. Uh, how the hell is Johnny Gagano still in this? Well, the tape is off. Uh, what's Chumper got to do? Gagano's using Chumper's knee pad to pull himself closer. Wasn't well, this very similar to when Gagano was looking at Chumper when he first got assaulted by him? Kind of asking why. And now Chumper's looking at Johnny and saying, do I really have to put you down? In some ways, he might not want to do it. So him, look in my face. Gagano's thinking, you've got a nice soft beard. Well, it's, it's, a soft. it's a necessity in an evil world. And Chumper is going to end Gagano. Oh, but Gagano fighting back with some big slaps to the face of Chumper. But Chumper responding in kind. Oh! Super kick from Gagano. Clothesline takedown. And now Gagano picks up Chumper. Oh, he's going to take aim at a turnbuckle. Oh, the exposed turnbuckle. He just throws him into the exposed turnbuckle like a spear. Oh! Super kick to the jaw. The DIY finish. But he's still not finished. Now Look he's in saying. My eyes. Yeah, now he's saying, here we go. Look in my eyes. Bang! Bang. Kicks a tooth out of his head. One, two, three! And Tommaso Chumper, despite all of that, still managing to kick out. Uh, Gagano just can't have a not great match anymore. Johnny out the apron. And Cole kicks Johnny Gagano in the face. Well, the fans are on their feet. Gargano's going to the top. Chumper grabbing his foot, though, slowing him down. Gagano's fighting him off. And both these guys, I'm surprised they can even stand. Oh! The war that these two have been through. And now Chump a headbutt to Gargano. I had a rating for the event before the main event or halfway during this, and it's changed now. Because Chump has got Gargano, <coughs> and this is going to be the end of Johnny Gargano in NXT. No, Gargano's managing to fight out. 
Come well, on, Johnny. Come on, son. One last fight. <laughs> and every elbow strike is met with a yes chant from the crowd. And Gagano's got Champa. Shot to the face. And he's going to go, oh, come on, and no. Oh, no, Champa's got him. Oh! Off the top right with a knee breaker. And I thought Cena was super. My God. The Champa's finisher off the top. Gagano kicks out. Uh. And Champa is taking off his knee brace. I don't think that's wise in this kind of match. Well, he's feeling the effects, but we'll let come back to haunt him. He's left it right near Johnny Wrestling as referee's checking on the knee. And Champa now. And I don't know why he's doing that for, but it looks like he's going to put Gagano down. He was injured because of it. A torn ACL, of course, in the ladder match. And he says, I hate you. Goodbye. Oh! Oh, had the knee. If that looking for a running knee, Gagano had the knee brace, smacked Chomper straight in the knee with it. Gagano's got the crutch. And that knee's exposed. Well, I don't have to tell you what's going to happen here. Chomper's in serious trouble. Gagano breaking the crutch. And what the hell is he going to do? Stab him in the heart with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's going to use the sharp end. Oh! He did to stab Chumper, but the human side of Gagano saw he couldn't do it. Shake hands. No matter how much you hate him, Gagano, you don't resort to being him. Chumper carrying away. Well, Gagano. Showing he's human. You can see the kind of black eye Chumper's got. The fans want him to do it, but come on now. You were friends for 12 years before all this happened. God, that swollen eye for Chumper. And what a story this match has been. Gagano's just like, why? Why did it have to come down to this? He throws the crutch down, sits next to Chumper. Oh! Chumper looking to hit him over the head with a brace. But he's got a Gagano escaping and Gagano... New Chumper was going to betray him yet again. STF with the leg brace across his face. And Chumper taps. Yes. Gagano gets the win here. He gets redemption. He's back in NXT. And what a fucking match that was between Chumper and Gagano. Dan, what are your thoughts on that? That was an absolutely brilliant match between these two guys. Both men put it all on the line. And, you know, I thought the ladder match was going to be hard to top early on in the night. But this match, it just had everything about it. The personal feel to it. You could see these two guys hated each other. You could see Johnny. He wanted to be human and not be like Chumper. But, you know, Chumper lured him in, went for the sucker punch. And Johnny just thought, well, sod it. If you're going to do it, so am I. STF, using the knee brace, put him out. Job done. And Chumper gets uh, taken away by officials. Whilst Gagano embraces Candice LeRae, just come out of his wife to celebrate victory. He's back in NXT. And yeah, it's all about story here. What a perfectly told story. We, talk, we talked about the build-up to this being a perfectly told story. The match itself is just like the cherry on the ice at the top of the cake. Everything that we saw in this, the DIY kicks that they use both on each other, the kind of concrete. It wasn't like massively extreme, like garbage cans yeah. and tables, but what they did it was, was enough. subtly extreme. Exactly, you know, Everything yeah. they'd done had a meaning to it. The crutch, the knee brace, you know, even the concrete, it's, you know, it's just a sign of Chumper really wanting yeah. to hurt Johnny Gagano. 
And it was just personal between these exactly. two. Exactly. Exposed turnbuckle, everything that came into play during that match. And Chumma Gagano, fucking hell. I mean, come on. I, I would see this match all over again, you know? Uh, if still cage or whatever the fuck it was. Well, it was nearly do. a 40 minute match. Yeah, I, I tell you what. And for me, it flew by, though, because, yeah. uh, it was brilliantly told. It's been one of the most kind of action-packed takeovers that I can remember. And, uh, I mean, some of the, the endings and the, and the, 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 the kick outs. Oh. Absolutely amazing, you know. Um, I, I'm amazed. I'm amazed. I really am. And we see the story being told. Knee coming back to Haunt Chumper. Indeed, it did, yes. And the STF with a leg brace across the face. Chump had no choice but to tap out. Right. So that is it. I mean, Johnny Gagano wins here tonight. Prediction wise, it ends four points each, so we both get a pay for you point. It goes two on two down overall. Our next takeover that we know of so far will be Brooklyn in August. But will we have one? We can hope, can't we, you know? But crutch in hand and. Chumper's knee brace. Gagano celebrates the adulation of the fans. Another thing, the fans were brilliant uh, because they were booing Chumper. There was no kind of smarks there going, Chumper's awesome. There was hatred for him and the respect for Johnny Gagano. You know, you've got to ask yourself, why are people like Roman Reigns not getting cheered when Johnny Wrestling is? But brilliant. Because so- he's getting shoved down a throat on like Johnny Wrestling, but we'll get into that tomorrow. Yeah. Well, what a match, but it's Dan's match next. And he hated Adam Cole. But the past couple of years, he's earned none more so than performances in and out of his feud with Johnny Gagano for the NXT Championship. We go April 5th, NXT TakeOver, New York. I was going to stand out here tonight and announce the main event of NXT TakeOver, New York. Johnny Gargano and the NXT Champion, Tommaso Ciampa. Reality has made that match an impossibility. For Tommaso Ciampa, reality has dictated that he need neck surgery and has had to relinquish the NXT Championship. The beautiful part of NXT is that when one dream ends, another dream begins. The dream continues on for Johnny Gargano as he goes to New York City to compete for the NXT Championship, but against who? There's only one man who should headline NXT TakeOver, who has earned his right to become NXT Champion. It is a fatal five-way match to determine who will challenge Johnny Gargano for the now vacant NXT Championship and NXT TakeOver New York. There's only one man who deserves to rule the world, and that man, it's Adam Cole, baby. Ricochet on the cusp of going to the Big Apple. Last shot by Adam Cole. He gets a next shot. And to get NXT title in the main event of TakeOver New York in a two out of three falls. Mega main event. I have to show not just NXT, but all of WWE that Adam Cole is once again deserving of the NXT championship. The name Adam Cole speaks for itself. The big difference between me and him is he's hungry but I'm starving. I've said my path ends with me becoming NXT champion. And now with Tommaso out, my path to the NXT championship goes through you. I let a monster become NXT champion once. Can't let it happen again. So Adam Cole, 
I'm gonna show you why they call me Johnny Takeover, baby! Are you kidding me? Johnny Takeover. You haven't necessarily been in the old winner's circle when it comes to Takeover. Johnny has not earned the right of the name Johnny Takeover. Not even close. My debut in the Barclays Center. The first ever NXT North American Champion. The first ever War Games match. And I did it at TakeOver. Johnny participation cannot beat Adam Cole two out of three falls. If I had his road, if I had his path here, I'd be a different person. I don't want that. I'm proud of who I am. I'm proud of what I've done to get here. I'm going to prepare for this two out of three falls match the exact same way I prepare for every other match that I have. That's to win. Prepare. I'm going to do what I always do. That's be the best. To prepare for this match, without a shadow of doubt, the biggest match of my life, I need to go back to my roots. So I'm going to go home. I'm going to go to Cleveland. I'm going to remember why I love this. I wouldn't change a thing about these past four years because it's made me appreciate where I'm going. And where I'm going is the main event of TakeOver New York. Johnny Gargano, Adam Cole, the big money match. Johnny Gargano, you're in for a war. And as long as my heart's still beating, I will not stop. You ever heard of the term strength in numbers before? You will never become the NXT champion. That title belongs to me. I will fight to make my dream come true. Adam Cole, Johnny Wrestling, will be the NXT champion. And that, that's undisputed. I will do whatever it takes to finally have my moment. So this main event wasn't meant to be this way. But of course, Tommaso Ciampa uh, had to relinquish his title after sustaining a neck injury. And he tweeted, a small piece of me died tonight. The greatest 237 days of my life. And what a champion Ciampa had been. And we were expecting him to go against Johnny Gagano and finally have an end after two years of this journey. But instead, Gagano finds himself having an opportunity. And like I said, it was earned by Adam Cole in a fatal five-way to get here as well. But Gagan's got so much history. It makes sense for him to be involved in this match. But does Adam Cole actually deserve to be here? Popularity contest, I suppose, yes. Because, you know, he is very over with the fans. Um, you know, with Ricochet and Black, it's the, the move-up's inevitable. With uh, Velveteen Dream, who was also in the match with Matt Riddle. I don't know, you know, them two had quite a barn burner between them themselves. So I think it is the legitimate choice, you know. He has put in a shift since he's joined as part of the undeserving era. And as much as I mock them and hate them, you can't say that they don't deserve their place there. Well, this is the thing. They they have put on, you know, good performances. They've not been as successful as I think maybe they should have done if they're going to go that way. But maybe it would change. Here tonight, but I think what we've seen with Johnny Gargano over this past couple of years, I don't think no wrestler has had a better kind of story arc and how he's been used when you consider that everything that's happened to him over these past like, two or three years from the formation of DIY, you know, becoming together, and then through that with the destruction of DIY, the Johnny Gargano war for most punishment in a match, and you know, and, and then of course looking like he turned to the dark side with Chumper controlling it all, and then suddenly turning back and realising he had the upper hand. It it's been brilliant, isn't it? And Gagano's played his part fantastically well as well. It would have been absolutely perfect had 
it being Johnny Gagano versus Tommaso Ciampa, we would have finally had an end to it. Will, you know, if Johnny Gagano does win tonight, will he hold it until Ciampa returns? Well, and then, we, you yeah. know, will they try, kind of try and finish it off or will Adam Cole win and kind of usher the era of his premonition saying that undeserving era are going to hold? Mm. I'd say... <coughs> <coughs> I tell you one thing I like about the promo video as well is you see him at you know training to get ready to weightlifting. It feels more like a kind of sporting contest, uh, you know, an endurance and stuff like this. And uh, you know, try to build it up. But this should be a fantastic match anyway. Uh, Adam Cole uh, always performs in the big match settings. We've seen that, and of course with Gagano. Look, he's running through the stadium. It's just so Rocky esque, and he's had the perfect kind of story. It uh, has, yeah. Um, it shouldn't be Adam Cole, but. You know, it should be Tommaso Ciampa. Because I think this this is the great culmination because, you know, the last coming together that Gagano and Ciampa had, Ciampa helping Gagano limp out, mm. looking to throw him into the screen, and Johnny's like, no, mate, I've got one up on you, and turned it around. Yeah. Which was absolutely perfect. You know, we saw it happen when DIY kind of first split up during... Um, the Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic the the first time a couple of years ago and it would have been the perfect story. Yeah, without a doubt, but it's undisputed the era might play a pivotal role here tonight alongside Adam Cole, but we're seeing Johnny Gagano coming out here first. And he's dressed like Iron Man. Well Johnny wrestling is ready. Johnny takeover. Well how big a star Johnny Gagano's been? I think he's the kind of biggest Star NXT have made in their own right, if you talk about just company-wide. When you think about he's been main event in takeovers when the title wasn't even on the line, that's how you know strong Johnny Gagano has been, and he's always featured on takeovers against the best talent as well. You talk about matches against CN back in the past, you know, and, 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 and people like that. It's been phenomenal. Well, I'd go hands down and say even over Oscar and pretty much everyone else that we've seen since we started the podcast come through NXT... There has been no one better than Johnny Gagano. Yeah. And it's unbelievable as well when you consider like, his size and he's saying all these opportunities that he never had. And it's not something that you would have thought, oh yeah, it really stands out. But it's just sank about him, isn't it? It's just a, but, you, you know, know, you throw everything into it, like the storytelling that he has been through in the past couple of years. The match quality has been absolutely perfect. The matches he had against uh, Alistair Black. Yeah. Yeah, uh, exactly. yeah, 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 and you know, like the the comings together with Johnny Gagano uh, and Tommaso Ciampa, uh, the match with Velveteen Dream as well. You know, he's faced the best and brightest that NXT have had to offer. Yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. And now we're going to see Alan Cole's entrance, and he's going to get a popular entrance. So, Dan, prediction wise, let's end it. Um, who have you gone for in this match, Adam? Johnny Gagano. Johnny Gagano, wow. Well, I know it doesn't really make a difference, but I've gone Johnny Gagano as well. So we've both gone for Gagano win extra championship. What are your reasons behind that then? Well, personally, I think that had it have been against Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gagano would have been the winner. So I think, you know, despite the opponent, the outcome is going to be what it was meant to have been. And... Johnny Gagano deserves it ten times more than Adam Cole does. Yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. That's how fucking over he is. you got to admit, the fans love him. 
Even though he's a heel, this is the only proper like kind of heel versus face match we are getting here tonight. And Johnny Gagano seems ready. And the crowd are hyped for this. Well, the crowd have been good all night. A bit quiet at times during the women's match. I think they were just conserving their energy for what I'd expect mm. to be a barn burner. There's two out of three falls as well. So who do you think is going to get the first pinfall? Or submission? Or disqualification? Or the first full victory? Do you know who gets it? No. So who do you think is going to get the first fall then? I think it's going to be Adam Cole. Because then it would make, if Johnny Gagano is to win it, it would make the comeback even more yeah. special. Yeah. I'll tell you, that would be really, really good storytelling. But what would be interesting, if it was a normal match, whoever if Adam Cole wasn't the man to get the pin, he could then argue he should be NXT champion anyway. Why is it a three falls match? <laughs> was it meant to have been a two out of three falls match if it was going against Chompa? I'm not sure. It probably would have been a death match as <laughs> two men. And the crowd firmly behind Adam Cole at the moment. Where's he from? Well, huge Adam Cole chance. But of course, the crowd always loved Johnny Gagano as well. You're going to talk about keys to victory, Dan. What does Johnny Gagano have to do if he wants to walk out as NXT champion? I think Johnny Gagano, he's. Uh... He has managed to outsmart Tommaso Ciampa, who has been, without doubt, probably one of the greatest heel characters we've seen in this modern era. So if he can out, kind of, fox and think the puppet master, you're, you're onto a good thing. And, you know, Adam Cole isn't half the heel that Tommaso Ciampa is, or was. I think, yeah, Ciampa was, like, special... In that way, a kind of a heelish thing. But Adam Cole does things unlikable, but the crowd just seems to like him, especially at takeovers. And there's a lot of undisputed merch. You know, you see a lot of T-shirts being sold. So there definitely is a key ingredient there. Well, there's a lot of Michael Jackson albums getting sold, James. <laughs> even now. I know, I know, yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Well, Adam Cole, I tell you what might work in his favour. If he embraces the crowd, they get behind him. We might put Johnny Gagano off thinking, well, you know... I thought they loved me, but actually it's Adam Cole they prefer. And we're going to see a bit of chain wrestling as well. <coughs> well, I'm going to be towards as completely unbiased as I possibly can be. No, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. But I do think Johnny Gagano's wrestling outfit is lush. The Iron Man like motif. So what would be Adam Cole's kind of plan of attack? What would his be? Uh, what is... What should Adam Cole be trying to do? For, I think for Adam Cole, it's it's going to be tough because you have to beat Gagano twice, you know. So if either man does win this, they've definitely proven that they're better than the other guy. Is Adam Cole better than Gagano? I mean, that's an argument to be seen. Can he prove sudden first off for almost without the undisputed era one on one he can beat Johnny Gagano? If that's the case, then you know he's already ahead in that game. I would expect. Him to use any means necessary, you know, anything, any any way to try and walk out as NXT champion. Panama City versus Cleveland, Ohio. And the crowd in love with both men as Adam Cole's got the side headlock. Oh, an Irish whip and a shoulder block there by Adam Cole. The thing that I like about these two guys is, physical, physically wise, they're both very similarly matched. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're both s smaller guys. Oh, my God. And the transitions between the either man now just dodging kicks and pinfall attempts. 
A lovely arm drag takedown by Gagano. Finally gets a bit of control in his corner. Well, we've seen some cracking matches here tonight. Uh, we're starting off here. Gagano's got the arm. And Carl Irish whipped to Gagano. Gagano showing his strength with a shoulder block. Oh, and Gagano broke cleanly. And Adam Cole took advantage of a forearm. Both men exchanging forearms in the middle of the ring now. Adam Cole, Adam Cole maybe getting the advantage here. Backing Johnny up in the corner. Irish whip. Gagano leaps over the top. Ducks a clothesline attempt. Both men running the ropes. Hesses has takedown. A lovely drop kick from Gagano. And then he eliminates Adam Cole from the Royal Rumble. Gagano springing over the top rope. Looking for the running punt, but Adam Cole turns into a running cunt. Uh, showing his intelligence. Oh! Not that intelligent, though, as Johnny Gagano came through with a drop kick to the side of the head. Adam Cole there, letting Gagano come to him and then hitting uh, Steph up in Seguri. That's an Adam Cole, Johnny wrestling chant going up through the crowd now. Adam Cole looking to try and take some control of this. He's got the chops of the punches of Gagano. So, James, a little bit of pop quiz for you. And Adam Cole's got Mr. Cavat and leans him down and hits him with the knees. That's nice offense there. Adam Cole's got the rear chin lock, but Gagano's finally getting to his knees. Both these guys, low bound to start it off with, but some very good chain wrestling. And Gagano gets out of submission, gets caught with a back elbow, though. Neither man has got a clear advantage just yet. And Cole can't even get Gagano down for a pin. Now go back to the submission. Now he's got Dragon Sleeper. Palm strikes from Gagano. Finally, forearm gets some separation between the two. Irish whip. Cole ducks a clothesline attempt, oh. and both men hit each other with a crossbody. Both men, like I said earlier, very similar, and thinking exactly the same thing there. Mid-air collision. Again, both men just turn this into a slugfest. And look at Gagana now turning up. A couple of clotheslines and overhead belly to belly. Roll up attempt for Gagana. No, Cole rolls through. Two. Oh, both men getting two each. Two. And again, Gagana rolls him through, goes for the kick. Hits his mark. Cole rolls to the outside. And Gagano leaping over the top rope. Cole jumping in. Oh, but Gagano leaping through the spear. A cover, but only a two count. Two. I think Gagano's definitely feeling it now. And Gagano just with a running chop. Now Irish rip reversed. Looking to jump off. Cole ready primed with a super kick, but Gagano with a fake out. Catches him with a lariat takedown. Goes for a cover, but Cole managing to kick out. Oh. Both men now just trying to struggle with each other, trying to get a hold, but they seem to just match each other so well at this moment in time. Backstabber from Adam Cole as Gagano was perched on the second rope. <coughs> and now Looking Co for a cover. Cole in for the cover, goes for it, but Gagano managed to get shoulder up at two. Two. But each time with inch pinfall, they get... Uh, you know, more tired. It's going to be difficult, especially later this match goes on. And now Adam Cole's got Gagano. Maybe going to try and suplex him. Gagano fighting out. Small package. Cole turns it round. Both men trading pinfalls. Oh, and the referee doesn't know which shoulder to kick. Multiple kick outs. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> and now Cole's got Gagano on his shoulders. And now Gagano goes through, goes to the kick. Misses. Cole goes under and then step up in Seguri. 
Gagano's in trouble now. Yeah, Cole might be looking for it. The last shot. No, Gagano catches him, rolls him up. Gets turned round. No, both men getting two each. Two! Oh! Super kick by Gagano, but Cole managed to block it, super kick with his own. Now Cole's turned, but he gets caught with a kick. Oh no, Gagano went for the roll up, Cole managed to kick out. Oh. And now Cole's going to go run the ropes. Gagano with a sunset flip, rolls Cole through. Gets oh. turned round. Oh! Last shot. Cole got it! One, two, three! And Adam Cole would be your NXT champion, winner of the first fall. And you were right then. So Adam Cole wins the, so Adam Cole wins the first fall. And right now, Gagano's struggling to get to his feet. We haven't got really a rest period, and Cole could capitalise straight away on this. But we saw the transition in between the two, and it's a lovely, you know, multiple pinfall covers. Referee's going to check, make sure Gagano can get to his feet. And the action will continue, and it's Cole on the attack now. He wants to walk out LXC champion. He's already one up. Oh, Cole, German suplex taking Gagano down. And then the Shining Wizard. One, two. Oh, no, Gagano out. Oh. So you would say that that wasn't the last shot from Adam Cole. That was the second to last shot. The penultimate penultimate shot. And he's looking to try and finish things now. It's not as good as the money shot. No. Now, Gagano is in serious trouble. Gagano, yes, he is. Yeah, well, Cole said to Gagano, you know, he should be t- participation man because he's never won the big one. Well, Johnny participation, Johnny failure, you can call him whatever derogatory name you like, but Johnny Trier. Well, he's on the apron right now in trouble. Oh! Hits a huge spear. <laughs> Adam Cole's back hitting the hardest part of the ring. Gagano looking for that running punt for a second time. No. Comes off with a somersault flip. And Gagano, again, we saw it earlier in uh, the UK title match. Gagano could have a count-out victory here, but he doesn't want it. He throws Cole back in. And now he's got a springboard over the top, look for the DDT, but Cole catches him on his shoulders. And then Hushigaroshi, Cole with a cover. But no, Gagano managed to kick out. Cole managed to kick out. Oh. Maybe it's Cole's destiny right here in New York where he debuted with the Undisputed Era to walk out as NXT champion. (coughs) And the crowd is still split 50-50. Johnny Gagano doesn't even know where he is at the moment. Grabs hold of Cole's foot. Who would have thought the son of Michael Cole in an NXT championship match? I don't think it is. I don't think it is Michael Cole's son. Uh, Michael Cole is a talented wrestler. Undefeated at WrestleMania. And now Gagano's been caught by Cole. And he might look to powerbomb him, but Johnny holding on. Holding on for dear life. Powering Adam Carlock. What's he going for here? Well, looks like white noise off the top. Goes to the cover. Oh. Only a two count. Two. And now Gagano's got to think of a way to try and put Adam Cole away. And he's going towards the apron. He drags him to the edge of the ring. Gagano's on the outside. Adam Cole can barely stand up. Uh oh. <laughs> and now Gagano's got a weird look on his face. Oh, Cole's got Gagano up on his shoulder. 
Magagano with a backslide. Hits a step up in Zaguri. Now the Tornado DDT normally does from the outside in. He does to the inside out. And nearly breaks Adam Cole's neck there on impact. Not close enough. If they both get counted out here, Adam Cole will be NXT champion. And the referee's counting. But Gagano still wants to drag Adam Cole in try and pin him. Gagano get in. And that just shows the mindset. Oh! And Adam Cole pushes him back first into the ring post. Sends him face first into the other ring post. And the humanity of Johnny Gagano, it cost him again rather than embracing the dark side and maybe trying to take the easy way out. And now he's out in the middle of the ring. Well, like he's trying to expose the knee. Gagano grabs hold of the arm. Trying to let the Gagano escape in. Cole rolls through. Oh, he's got it in tight, and Adam Cole taps almost instantly. Well, is that the best way to do it? Would you concede a full other than trying to fight your way out of it and get one? I think that's it, yeah. yeah. I think that's the best strategy. Gagano busted open. Well, that's a really bad place where it's going to affect his vision. But it is one all right now. So the next four wins. Can you only believe there's only been 14 NXT champions? It's crazy when you think about how, you know, long it's gone on for. Well, who have we seen in our... Uh, We've seen Chumper, Black. Yeah. Cien. McIntyre. McIntyre. Rude. Rude. Nakamura. Joe. Joe. And Adam Cole Gagano striking. There's only one fall left. Oh, pump kick from Cole. A second... Like a Gagano with a lunatic lariat. And now he wants to finish things now with a DIY kick. Cole sidesteps it. Standing switch for Johnny Gagano. Ducks a kick attempt from Cole. Kicks him across the back of the head. Oh my God, tilt a well. And Cole now's got this suplex into the net breaker. One, two. Oh no, Gagano managing to kick out. Oh. Now and Cole figure what's it going to take to put Gagano away. Gagano looks to be crawling towards Cole, but then sees him perched on the top turnbuckle, rolls in the opposite direction quite intelligently. Now Cole finally paces him in the corner where he wants him. Now Gagano faking out. Catches him on his shoulder. Oh. Just throws him into the turnbuckle. And uh, a face first slam into the cover, but no. Cut kick out. Uh, both men on their knees, punching away at each other. I think it's all they can do. I like it. It starts getting intense and building up. And then they're just both going mad and mad and mad and mad and hitting each other in the face in the ring. And now the crowd just watching on as well as both men. And Cole going to finish things with a super kick. No, he gets caught by Gagano. Gagano looking for his own super kick. Cole sidesteps it. Both men hitting each other with a step up in Seguri. And now going for the forearms and the clotheslines and the super kicks. <laughs> Three double moves in a row, James. That he is must be in heaven. That is awesome. And the crowd on their feet, and that is great. And both men trying to... Well, Gagano goes to the clothesline. Cole do- catches him. Clubbing blows to the back. Ripcord forearm though. Leapfrog by Gagano. Super kick to the back of the head. 
Well, Gagana may be out. Oh, German suplex. And somehow Gagala managed to kick out. Oh. Well, Gagala's busted up inside and out. And Cole is looking to try and finish it off. Was he looking for the pedigree? Oh, no, he's looking for the chumpers move. Now, Cole for second. Gagano ducking underneath, catching with a super kick. Springboard reverse, Rana. Huge super kick. Sends Cole rolling to the outside and maybe rolling Gagano's chance at getting a championship just out of reach. Well, Gagano can't believe how close he came then. He's got to try and find a way to get him Cole in the ring. But Cole drags Gagano. Oh, my God. German release. Suplexes Gagano to the edge of the ring apron. Gagano must be seeing stars right now. Now Cole lifting a dead weight Gagano into the ring. It could be the actual last, last shot. Well, this has been unbelievable. It's been, quite frankly, awesome as well. But Gagano may be playing possum a little bit. Suspension DDT plants Cole. Leaps over the top rope. Hits it DDT. Goes for the cover. One, two... Oh. No, Cole managing to kick out. Uh. And again, rolling to the outside, but Gagano's not done there. Set to go flying, suicide dive. Sends Cole back first into Barry Kay. He's in back in. Oh. Leaps through the second, gets caught with a super kick. And now Cole, Canadian destroyer. <laughs> this has got to be it. One, One two. two. Oh. Gagano managing to kick out. Oh. Well, fight forever chant. And it has been fantastic. And Adam Cole cannot believe what, that he hasn't got the job done yet. Away, Gagano using the ropes to somehow try to get to his feet. And I think that might be the last shot now. Ha! <laughs> I see what you did there. Cole kicking Gagano to the outside. Following him down. Yeah, and Cole just calling Johnny a failure, saying you'll never accomplish anything. But hasn't Johnny Gagano won more than Adam Cole? Yes. Or if not as much. But this might fire up Gagano if Cole's not careful. And just as you say that, Gagano fires back with a couple of huge forearms. Cole tries getting into the ring out of sanctuary, but it gets thrown over the announce table. Uh-oh, and now the announce table's coming into play. And Gagano's going to look to put Adam Cole for the announce table. Well, we're not seeing Johnny wrestling. We're not seeing Johnny take over. Looks like we're going to see Johnny badass. But Cole catches him. Double underhook. Plants oh. Gagano into the table. But the table don't go through. Again, hit with his former tag team partner. His bitter rivals move. And the way Gagano's head just bounced off that announce table. I think he might be out. And Cole doesn't mind getting the count out win. Any means necessary. And I don't think Gagano's going to make it. But it's not a bad way to go. His referee's on six. Seven. Nine. nine. Oh, <laughs> no. Gagano in just in the nick of time. But as he walks right into Adam Cole's DIY kick as well. One, two. two. Oh. 
Gagala gets his shoulder up at two. Two. And Adam Kolkovic. He's furious. Is that just going to fire up Adam Cole, though? I don't know what left. Well, I don't know what Adam Cole's got left. But Gagalo has got a glazed over look in his oh, eye. Oh, fucking hell. He's got a bit of a gash above his right eye as well, hasn't he? I suppose with the adrenaline pumping, though, he won't even feel it till after the match. And now Adam Cole's got his eyes set on Gagano. And the crowd's still split. He lowers the knee pad, perhaps, for one last time. And is this the end for Gagano? No, manages to catch the incoming Cole with a super kick, but gets caught with one from Cole. Canadian destroyer again, but Gagano catches him, turns it into the Gagano escape. And now can he clasp? Oh no, Roger! Oh for strong. fuck's sake! <laughs> How to completely fuck up a perfectly good match? Cole from behind. Gagano's got the Gagano escape locked in this time. And Cole's tapping out. And Strong's tracks to the ref and Kyle O'Reilly's in. Handsome O'Reilly with a rake to the eyes. Oh, come on, ref. How do you not see that? What the fuck's going on? Not like this. Oh, oh. and Cole kicks Gagano into the referee. Prime for the other members of the Undeserving Era to come in and... Oh, and double team Gagano, O'Reilly and Fish. Strong throws the referee back in. Not like this. No. One, two, yeah. <laughs> Gagano manages to kick out. Oh. Well, the undisputed era getting involved, and that still can't put Gagano away. <laughs> Come on, Johnny. Fucking hell! You see that Chevy go mad. Well, with the help of his friends, talk about the numbers, the odds, everything. And it's going to be a last shot. And this might be the end of Gagano's dreams. No, he throws Cole over the top rope into the other three members of the Undisputed Era. Fish, O'Reilly and Strong scatter like dominoes. And Gag- like dominoes. Gagano throwing Cole in, but he's going after Strong in the ring post. Ducks a kick from Bobby Fish. Catches O'Reilly. <laughs> Kicks Fish on the way down. Tornado to Carl O'Reilly. <laughs> now spurred on by the fans. Come on, you Spurs. Oh. Goes into a super kick from Cole. One to the front of the head. One to the back. Last, Last shot. shot. Goes for the cover. One, two. Oh, <laughs> my God. Gagano manages to kick out. Uh, and the crowd can't believe it. He gave not just his last shot, but his best shot and couldn't get the job done. Oh, well, Cole's giving him everything he's got and everything the Undisputed Era's got. What more could he have in his repertoire? Well, Gagano's dead weight and Cole's saying this is over. It's Adam Cole's time. One last shot. Gagano dodges it. Gagano escape. Can he get it in? He has. He's got it. Cole's got nowhere to go at the moment. Oh, no. Looking to get to the bottom rope, but Gagano rolls through. Tap. Yes. Oh, Cole taps. And Johnny Gagano. Finally. Is your new NXT champion. Johnny champion. Johnny 
Gagano, Johnny Takeover, Johnny Wrestling, and like you said, Dan, Johnny Champion. What did you think of that match? Absolutely fucking brilliant. Even the interference from the Undisputed Era playing to a win for them, I think it was the best way of doing it. And yes, it is probably the best match that I've seen Adam Cole in. Uh, it's one of the best ma- it's, it's, it's obviously going to be on the, the match of the year candidate. Uh, but this was fantastic stuff, and credit to Adam Cole for that. Was it as good or better than the Raiders versus Black O'Shea at the kickoff of the show? Yeah, I think it was better. Yeah, this match is the best. So if you said that one's got to be a five, what is this one then? Uh, this, this is match of the year candidate. This is a this five is a, and a quarter. This is a classic encounter. This is better than Gagano versus Cien as well. Like if you look throughout the, the annals of NXT greatest matches. This may possibly be the greatest match of NXT history. Is how good it Better was than in the Honest to goodness, this, this here told the story. You didn't know which way it was going to go. And look at this now at the end. Candy Slurray. Well, that was just awesome. And to end the show, we have chosen the best match of 2020 so far. In my mind, it is high stakes 2020. Will Ospreay versus Zack Sabre Jr. And Zack Sabre Jr. has been four-time Rev Pro champ. And you can see his cocky attitude as well. Come on, it's a different Zack Sabre Jr. to what was on the Cruiserweight Classic to what we saw as well, you know? I just want to slap that prick standing up in the front row, just giving him the middle finger. I mean, everyone else is sat down appreciating what they're about to see. And there's this one fucking dick just up there with both fucking middle fingers up. And what a toss part. Well, Will Ospreay had a magnificent uh, entrance. We talk about magnificent as well. It is number three and four on this list. And, uh, you know, whoever... Wins this one might come out on top. It's very, very interesting. And uh, they kind of knew, Rev Pro must have known that we were doing this. So they thought, I'll tell you what, we'll give them a treat. We'll put four and three next to against, against each other. Who are you going for in this one? Who, who are you favouring as Osprey looks laser focused? Um, I'm going to have to go down the lines of Osprey because they are making a huge point of the fact that he's never held it. Zach Sabre Jr. has held it for four times. You know, he is. You know, he's managed to get one up on Osprey multiple times. So, you know, it's, it's kind of being lined up ready for Osprey to take this one. Well, we get the introductions and, yeah, we talk about who we favour as well. I think Will Osprey laser focus here tonight. But with Zach Sabre Jr., he's just so confident. When you've got the confidence, it's difficult to be beaten sometimes, you know? Absolutely, yeah, you can't deny that. As he gets in Will Osprey's face. <laughs> just look at him just sitting there. Zach Sabre Jr. is slightly bigger than Will Ospreay in height anyway. So are we going to see Ospreay do what he did in Sapporo where he's going to try a more technical aspect and try and match Zach Sabre Jr.? Or is he going to try and uh, empty the tank, so to speak, and try and hit all the offensive moves in the early going? Well, I think he certainly needs to go um, out of his wheelhouse to try and uh, combat what Zach Sabre Jr. can actually bring. And Ospreay is more comfortable maybe in Japan's come over. Where he spends a lot of his time with extra training as well. And the bell rings. And the ring is uh, visibly a lot smaller than a WWE ring. At least the referee still got his job. I cannot remember his name, but at least he's still doing stuff. Isn't that the guy we spoke to about the WWE podcast? What, the... At the, the, the Maidstone event. Okay. I know we spoke to one guy. I don't know if they've actually got the one referee. Hello, if you're listening to this, contact us. We'll have you on. We don't mind. And... Yes, absolutely. We'd love to hear your <laughs> thoughts and insights. And the crowd are laser focused on this one. Not sure which way it's going to go. But all they do know is that it is going to be an amazing match-up between these two. And Zach just showing exactly what he can do there. Exactly what he can do. And Ospreay. 
No, he's in for a fight. I'm not a huge fan of that camera. No, it's a bit. Um, well, they're wrong, you know. AEW and W, you know, the the, the, the six cameras, the bit of speed there. Just both guys appreciation. Of course, the event was sold out. And then marks on the back here of Will Ospreay. He's kind of been using the uh, the suction cup technique because uh, they're not massive love bites. No, I, do, I I wondered what they were. As Ospreay now with a takedown. And he wants to show that he's as technical as a Zack Sabre Jr. You can just see, we talked about Pete Dunne, what he does with the kind of looking as well. These two guys interacting already. There's a very simple question. There's something that I love about professional wrestling. Very, very simple. You've got two guys. Both think they're the best. There's only one championship. Only one could be number one. Who is better? At the moment, Zack Sabre Jr. has proven to Osprey he can get the job done. Osprey's had loads of success in Japan. Can he come back to where he started and actually win the championship? Absolutely, yeah. And, you know, with, with these two guys, you've got Zack Sabre Jr., who is a tremendous technical wrestler. I mean, you know, he is up there on the pinnacle of technical wrestling. You've got Will Ospreay, a man who can do unthinkable things in the air. But Ospreay is kind of changing his wheelhouse. He is trying to go into technical wrestling. But he can also mix it up with his tremendous speed and his tremendous agility. And this is what we've seen with that, so just the line on that technical aspect. It's coming more about the attitude, more about other things that he's doing as well. It's a story being told. Is that Sabre Jr. saying, right, you were close in that exchange then. Let's see if I can get it overall. I think the fans definitely behind Osprey in this one. Without a shadow of a doubt. I think, you know, the thing that's helping them get over with Osprey is Zack Sabre Jr. being his cocky self as well now. So it's kind of, we hate, we, we love them both. But Zack Sabre Jr. is being an arrogant prick, so we're going to go on the go in the corner of Will Ospreay. Yeah, there's no doubt there's respect there. Which, again, you know, it is a great way of marketing these two. It's hard to untie him when he ties you up. Yeah, it, it, like I said, the, the reach advantage that he has, and Ospreay has been struggling with this, you know, when we see it in, in Japan as well. When Zack Sabre Jr.'s got hold of you, it's difficult to get out. And you know this one's going to be quite a long match because it is starting off nice and slowly, you know... Uh, Neither two guys have kicked it into high gear yet. They're just feeding each other out. They know that, you know, it's going to be a marathon as opposed to a sprint today. And the thing about the British crowd that I love, if you look at the crowd, every single one of them has got eyes on the action. They're just kind of watching it and telling the story as well. You know they're going to hit the right moments. It's not about them. It's about these two guys in the ring trying to give everything. But then, you know, the crowd's appreciation of it, the way the crowd is acting, you know, no one stood there with their phone out kind of filming everything they've got. They're watching it intently, you know, they're they're hooked in by it. And that is, you know, something that you don't get from a lot of wrestling promotions. And, you know, it is it is a talent that you have to have to be able to have all eyes in the room on you. Yeah, without a shallow of a doubt. It's the nearest, you know, kind of British version of NXT in a way, but just a little bit bigger. You know, like I said, the setting where it is as well, it's, it's quite iconic. It's a shame that there's nothing big kind of near nearer by here in the southeast as well, you know, where you can have a... A couple of thousand people, maybe Brighton. Well, you're saying it's a bigger, ver- it's a British version of NXT, isn't NXT UK the British version of NXT? I would, but like you said, I think NXT UK is a smaller version of. I think Red Pro is. If you're going to NXT UK versus Red Pro, I think Red Pro beats it at the moment in time. Oh, but that, I think that's a masturbate for another day, though. Do you know what I mean? That's a. But the question is, Red Pro is definite competition 
for WWE to see the, the talent on show here. Can you hold off, hold off masturbating for a, a bit longer than James? Cause I, I, I will. I will try. You ha- we haven't had a... You, you, you certainly haven't had a masturbate in, in quite a while now. Quite, it's been a couple of weeks now. So, Ospreay just crumbles in with a chop. Could you imagine seeing Will Ospreay and Ricochet in the same ring? <laughs> no. I mean, that would just be... That would be something else, wouldn't it? It'd be a once-in-a-lifetime thing. Zack Sabre Jr. avoiding the standing moonsault and just ties up the head of Osprey with his feet. And now he just <laughs> folds him up. But luckily enough, Osprey manages to get to the ring ropes. And there's things that Zack Sabre Jr. can do to you that haven't been invented yet. That was inc- I've not seen a submission like that. A kind of net ringer. Osprey was in serious trouble there as well. But it's, 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 again, it's the British style that we see, you know, with Pete Dunn or Zack Sabre Jr. It's the it's it's foundation, the, the basis of it, and then just taking it to a next level. You know, he's done his vicious and what he does and stuff, but Zack Sabre Jr. just works, you know, he's working the kidneys now. Do you know what I mean? He's Absolutely, yeah. He's got him, you know, he's got Osprey pinned to the mat with the knee to the back of the head. And he's just getting the pressure points in the back. He's folding him up into a... You know, it's it's not going to get the victory, but it is going to tire Osprey uh, out. Exactly, and that's like wear and tear on Will, and the will to carry on as well. And Zack Sabre Jr. is getting comfortable, he's confident, he's got Osprey exactly where he wants him at the moment. It's even Zack Sabre Jr., you know, what his admission, I've just found out, made famous by Kendo Nagasaki. He used to use that famous British wrestler back in the day, had a mask on, said he was from Japan. And I think we'll touch on that maybe, see what response we get, you know, travelling further back at British Wrestling. Or then even about trying to look at where it started all from, like the Big Daddy days and the kind of the wrestling with uh, all-stars at Butlins and Mick stuff McManus. like this as well. You know, all, exactly all those guys maybe having a look. Of course, these two guys here, but they wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the people from the past. And that was lovely for Osprey there, managing to turn it round. Oh, he's looking for the springboard kick, but Zach Sabre Jr. catches it. And Sabre Jr. just kind of tying up Osprey again, who luckily enough manages to get his hand to the bottom rope. They just seem to know each other so well, you know, to kind of transition into it. It's just one continuous move, isn't it? Yeah. And that's perfect wrestling. That's what it's... It doesn't look like they've put moves and moves. It feels like they're just going... I, don't, I can't understand it. It's like Matrix, in a way, like the understanding that they've got. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you can see Zack Sabre Jr. He's not attacking Osprey straight away. You know, he's thinking, right... He's got a counter for this, this, and this. I need to do something that I've not done in a match with him before or something that he wouldn't expect. And, you know, it's kind of giving Will Ospreay a chance to stand up and he's kind of putting the shoulder into him and, you know, saying, look, you know, I'm going to get you, I'm going to get you. Giving Ospreay a chance to come back with huge right hands. But Sabre Jr. again ties him up. Will Ospreay wise to it, ducks the jump. But then Sabre Jr. is just like, right, you know, I'll try this then. A huge uppercut. And this time Osprey hits the springboard Pele kick. But it's even the selling of it as well. It's not outlandish kind of bumping around everywhere after they get hit. But it like, if you got kicked in the face, that's what it looked like. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> and he's saying, that, you know, you, I caught it last time. You caught it, caught me with it this time. I didn't see it coming. I mean, anybody that's never seen these two guys before, it's definitely worth catching a match. Not even against each other, but just in action. To see, like, we talk about WWE and the kind of success. Do they need to be outside? Would they actually be treated well in the promotion? You know, to get a main event here at Rev Pro is getting enough kind of eyes on it. Had a big match in New Japan. Both of these guys seem to be happy and confident. And, you know, like I said, 
top of their abilities at this moment in time. I think both of these guys would fare a million times hey, you know, than they would in WWE until Vince McMahon gets his big man mentality out of his head. Then you know, it's these two guys won't stand much of a chance. Mm. Whereas ship them to NXT, and these guys will be fucking. You know, the matches that these two could have with the likes of Ciampa, Gagano, Cole, Pete Dunne, you know, they'd be fucking amazing matchups. Without a doubt, you know, Pete Dunne with consistency, but I, I, like I say, I'll put Will Ospreay there against Kenny Omega or something like that. You want to talk about best wrestlers on the planet, you know, Ospreay is just doing it. And I'll tell you what, Zack Sabre Jr., to his credit, he's been, every time I see him, I get more and more impressed by him. You know what I mean? Like, he's one of those wrestlers that, or you don't think he does much, he does the same thing, but it's, it's the little things that he does makes him the worker that he is in a weird way. Well, you see that brilliant transition into like a, an inverted suplex and he just back of Osprey into a choke hold, you know, into a sleeper hold. And it's good to be actually able to draw the match because, of course, we see a lot of McIntyre, a lot of Pete Dunne, but with Osprey and Zach Sabre, maybe, you know, not enough. And now we're going to have like a half-hour match where you just sit and enjoy it and actually, you know, get to know the wrestlers a little bit more as well. And that's what we're going to try and look at as well for the rest of the year try and catch up on the big moments and see what they do and you can't get nothing bigger than facing each other for the um, Rev Pro title as well you know on the Magnificent 7 absolutely so. it, it was my pick on the Cruiserweight Classic as well as that Sabre Junior way back when about three years ago now and Osprey was just a huge chop the ZSJ Irish went for the drop kick but that Sabre Junior just like that managed to roll him up and then get him into a split you think he's going to hit a crucifix pin and he just switched it to the armbar Again, the ring is a little bit smaller than maybe people are accustomed to in WWE. It might give you a chance to get to the ropes. And that's what makes it even more impressive that Zack Sabre Jr. stopped Osprey in their last match as well. James, tell them we're fucking... Do they know who we are? Do they know that we are the WNR podcast and they can't be fucking working outside disturbing the show? <clears throat> I'll tell the butler to quiet them down as Zack Sabre Jr. now to be in control of Osprey. It's just, it's just, it's nice. It's nice wrestling. That's all I like. I like watching good wrestling. And that's ever since WWE tried to shut us down, all this lot, I thought, no, we'll still watch just the wrestling we want to watch. You know, it's it's not just about the WWE. They've been out there with great wrestlers and British wrestlers as well. Guys we've seen. It made sense. And that's why we're doing Magnificent Seven. Absolutely, yeah. We want to promote homegrown talent. About that. And the seven that we've picked... Like I said, I argue with any wrestler in the entire world. Like I said, with Osprey, and now Zack Sabre Junior. They're just kicking away at Osprey. And I was just hulking up. I just knocked out Sabre Junior. After being toyed with for a little while. But feel like that he dropped down after. He didn't just yeah. stay up and then just carry on his next move. He's showing the wear and tear. And now Osprey into Zack Sabre Junior. <laughs> Sabre Junior's like, well, hit me with everything you got, and looked like Osprey was going to slap him across the chest, but now was a huge forearm to the jaw. I don't think Sabre Junior uh, Junior saw that coming. And now it's Osprey who's kind of playing around the, the uh, tide has turned so to speak. It's Osprey talking to Zack Sabre Junior. Saying, Khan, hit me with what you got. And he hits him with two pump kicks. Osprey with like a <laughs> kick into a flip, and then a brain buster suplex. And Osprey's like, come on, I can feel it. Oh, we went for the Oz cutter. Zack Sabre Junior had it scouted. Oh. Explode a suplex, but Osprey manages to roll through, land on his knees, hit a step up into Guri. And Osprey, I've never seen a guy with so much kind of agility and balance to be able to do that. And now the crowd is heating up, the match is going, they've got a feeling 
This could be it. He picks up Zack Sabre Jr. No, again. And Zack just turns it. And again, lovely bit of chain wrestling into a cover. Both men taking their uh, attempts at two counts. Well, two. It was the submissions, pins. And now neither man can get the job done. I don't think that is the referee. <coughs> I was tied up in a ring ropes. Normally follows up with a super kick to the face. But not for Sabre Jr. who has got a counter to everything. And manages to jump onto the back of Osprey. Into a sleeper hold. He's got his whole body weight on the back of him. But Osprey pumps him up onto his shoulders. Places Sabre Jr.'s head there. This time successful with a super kick. Uh, crowd getting behind Osprey. As both men turn this one up. Osprey going up. Oh, crutches. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. crutches him on the top though. Buys himself a little bit of time. We've not really seen much high fly in, uh, in this matchup. You know, they kept it all ground based. And it's been an absolute zinger of a match and now it's Zach's turn to try and take Osprey off the top but like I said this might favour Will I've never seen a wrestler reverse more with submissions than Zach Sabre Jr it seems every reversal he does is into a submission to hurt you and again he's got the hand and the arm well there was no counter for that and Osprey just powered him up face first into the mat but again Zach Sabre Jr wisely rolling to the opposite end of the ring is that far enough <laughs> no it wasn't <laughs> Well, Osprey went at least three quarters across the ring. At least seven-eighths the way across the ring to catch Sabre Jr. And a huge drop kick, and Zack Sabre Jr. is in a bit of trouble now. Osprey, beautiful super kick, drops Zack to his back. Looks like Osprey's teeing up for the hidden blade. No, but Osprey, <laughs> he was playing possum. Hello, possums! And just goes to pick that ankle. Oh! But Osprey manages to get out. Now for the hidden blade. Oh, no. No. Sabre Jr. again counters it into a submission. But Osprey rolls through, powers him up. Sabre Jr. counter again. <laughs> Straight down. Oh. Fucking hell. <laughs> oh, Osprey's cool. Zach's got him. He's folding back the arm. Oh, my God. Well, Osprey's left arm's locked up by the legs of Sabre Jr. His right arm is now in full control. And there is literally nothing <laughs> that Osprey can do. He couldn't even tap out if he wanted to. Oh. But again, pays dividends to the, having a small ring and manages to get his foot to the bottom rope. <laughs> his only saving grace. He would have had to have tap out with his forehead. Zach Sabre now thinking, right, what can I do? I didn't get the job done. Still feeling the uh, wounds of war as well with the kicks right on target by Osprey. You can see the cogs turning for Zack Sabre Jr. He's like, what have I got to do to put this man away? And Osprey slowly gets to his feet. Well, he was until he got kicked in the chest, packed down. Oh. But he sits up, hello Undertaker. Hello Undertaker. Zack Sabre Jr. is saying, wait a minute, I wasn't right. Oh. A running punt, drops him again. <laughs> but Osprey trying to psych himself up, sits up again, ducks the third attempt. But Zack Sabre Jr., Ducks a step up in Seguri, catches Sabre's foot. And now spinning heel kick to the jaw and knocks Sabre down. When he takes it down with a reverse DDT. Now he's looking to go up. The aerial assassin. Oh my god, shooting star press too. No. Sabre Jr. managing to kick out. Oh. And now he's going to look for the Oscar. Hits it. Oh. But Sabre Jr. tries rolling to the outside to Sanctuary. His arm gets grabbed by Osprey. Oh. oh! Springs up to the top rope for the Oz Cutter. Go for the cover. One, 
two, no. <laughs> Zach manages to kick out. Uh, you uh, can see he was he was getting his shoulder up on instinct more than anything. I don't know how. I don't know how he didn't get the job done then. Osprey's just giving his best shot to the champ, and the champ managed to kick out. Uh, well, Osprey still does have a few more things in his repertoire. Maybe Osprey just can't get the job done. Maybe he's never destined to be the Rev Pro champ. Or maybe the Rev Pro title is Osprey's White Whale. Ah. Oh, well, wait. Is that called Osprey? That Osprey manages to turn the pin. Well, I think all four shoulders were down <laughs> in that exchange. Oh. Well, Zach went for the uppercut. Osprey caught him. Into a test of strength. But again, Sabre managing to counter everything with something. How the hell are these two men managing to... They seem to be connected to each other. I don't understand. What the fuck is that? <laughs> it's like he's doing things I've never even thought were possible. Wow. He had like a crucifix <laughs> locked in. He's now dropped it to the mat and he's got Osprey tied up in all sorts of fucking ways. And Osprey is fading fast. And what a performance. And again, Sabre Jr. not just happy with having the submission in. He's digging the elbow into the ribs. He's trying to do everything he can to put more pressure, more pain onto Osprey. And there's no doubt the rope saved him then. What an absolute war from Britain's... You know, like I said, the Magnificent Seven are not named for that for no reason. This is what these two are delivering. And they can produce absolute magic in the ring. I, I could watch this all night. There's no doubt about it when these two guys... And Zack Sabre Jr. now wondering what's left. And like I said, maybe he's just going to... They're going to be wrestling for as long as they can. Is there actually a time limit on this match? (laughs) There is a time limit. No. So, uh, tune in next week for the second (laughs) half of this match. Zack with a huge kick. Sabre Jr. He's getting a bit cocky, saying, come on up, you get Osprey. A huge kick, but he just rolls Osprey through. Rolls up to his feet. He gets caught. And again, a lovely exchange between the two. I think Osprey was looking for the Stormbreaker, Zack Sabre Jr. A Michinoku driver. Oh, again, trans to a triangle. <laughs> no just, wasted motion. Just got, uh, unbelievable. Again, you'd normally see him power him up for a from a cross, uh, from a triangle, like power him up to a vertical base. But Sabre Jr. out the leg, drops him back to the mat, and then he comes down with the. Um... The elbows as well, which are absolutely vicious. They're banned in the USC. That's how dangerous those elbows are. And Osprey's still in this somehow, just trying to desperately get up. Looking to power Sabre Jr. up. Sit out powerbomb. <laughs> but no, Sabre Jr. Just when Osprey thinks he has a bit of a reprieve, Sabre Jr. just locks it in. He's got his arm tied up, just doing everything he can. Zach Sabre Jr. putting his hands behind his neck to... Keep the submission in, but also protect himself for getting pinned. But what the fuck is Osprey doing now? Well, he's climbing up <laughs> to the second rope with Sabre Jr. Locked in. Oh! And that relinquishes the hold. And I don't <laughs> think Sabre Jr.'s... I don't think ZSJ is going to be coming back into a <laughs> triangle from that. Oh, my God. Folded up, folded up lightly, aforementioned accordion. Is that the hidden blade? The hidden blade. And now Osprey... Stormbreaker goes for the cover. Two, Two three. And Will Ospreay is your new British heavyweight champion, your Rev Pro champ after seven long years. The dream has come true. The boyhood dream has come <laughs> true, James. Dan, what are your thoughts on that incredible match? That magnificent match. 
absolutely brilliant. I'd give it seven out of five. Now these two guys, you, you know, you know they're familiar with each other, and you know that kind of showed not in the way that those working together, but the way those were able to counter each other, and the way that they had to kind of go above and beyond what they normally would do in a match to get the one-upmanship on the other person. Delivered an absolute instant fucking classic. And if you've never seen this match before, I suggest you go and watch it. And, it's, it's, you know... Yeah. It's worth the price of admission alone. You know, six quid for Red Pro just to see this match. is worth, you know, spending 20 quid on Super Showdown or something like that. Absolutely unbelievable. Like you said, the story built into it by Red Pro, New Japan, and ourselves, I would say. And then delivering in that kind of way. There is... There is not a match that I've seen that's not been on the kind of main shows that I thought is going to be a match of the year. This, for me, is up there as a match of the year candidate in the very early going. Like I said, Osprey and Zack Sabre Jr. gave you anything. You'll be very hard to find anything else like this this year, Dan. You think that- yeah, you know, this is definitely a match of the year candidate. And, <sighs> yeah, there is... Both of these guys are an absolute credit to rev pro to you know to what they can bring okay so we've been doing this for like nearly five years now and like i said i've never had a match before where every match you can kind of commentate on and you can kind of talk about but this one is one of those that they're kind of the transitions the constant kind of togetherness that they had was something that you have to see to believe in a way and i know it's bad to say on a podcast but the the transition from submission to move to submission to all this kind of stuff. Everything just made sense, you know. Absolutely, that, yeah. It, um, you know, you could see that both men, you could see they was, you know, trying to come up with ways to beat the opponent. They was, you know, they was thinking about, you know, well, I've done this before and he's counted it. So what, you know, I need to go one step further than anything I can do. Um, Osprey, you know, he came out of his usual aerial assault and he did match Zack Sabre Jr. move for move on the ring. Yes, everything that Osprey done, it was getting countered by Zack Sabre Jr. But that's just an even bigger credit to what ZSJ can do in the ring. But Osprey, you know, he went there with Zack Sabre Jr. and he came out victorious. Yeah. Incredible. I still love watching that match right now. And it just shows you how strong four of the six matches of the years. Only one WWE match. And of course, 2020 is not finished yet with the... Uh, well, I'll pick there. Hopefully, we're going to have a couple of more matches to pick from. But it's weird looking back and just seeing the talent through and guys that we followed. And even now, you know, still a big part of whatever kind of company they're in at this moment in time. You know, and uh, I think we've made some very, very good choices. And we talk about you kind of the women's matches as well. There's a couple more that could have maybe made uh, the list. But that is it for now. Don't forget, our next episode is our fifth anniversary show. We'll be celebrating five years on the WNR podcast, and hopefully then I will be joined by Dan White. But that is it. Don't forget you can follow us on Twitter, at WWE Network Review, or at Vince McDan. And, of course, our Twitter follower of the week, and that is Mike Wachowski. Just want to say thank you for following us. And all your comments as well, we will DM you soon, and we ask you what you want to see on the WNR podcast. And, of course, I'm at J underscore Rollers. Across all the Google platforms, send us an email at WNRpodcast at gmail.com. We're on the WNR Podcast. Follow Vince McDan there as well. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, WNR Podcast. We've got clips, podcasts about the same time on YouTube. We've got places like SoundCloud on your phone. We're also on Spreaker Radio. We've got live shows, Stitcher Radio, and iTunes. We can download, subscribe, rate, and review there. But that is it. Everybody stay safe. 
and stay clean. And hopefully we'll catch you next week for the fifth anniversary show. I've been James Rollins and thanks for listening everybody and bye.